welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hello, Broads. So, had to hop on here real quick and do a little episode edit note before you dive into this recap. Somehow, Becca and I did not find out about... (laughs) All of this until right after we had finished recording this episode. So for those of you watching on the YouTube, my deepest apologies for whatever hot mess I look like. But, you know, mama had to hop on and give you the tea real quick. So later in this episode, you're going to hear Becca and I discuss that a week or two ago, I started to see on uh, sites like Reality Steve and a few other gossip websites um, some things floating around where people had come forward to people like Reality Steve saying that there were issues with Luke's quote-unquote potential proposal, um, drama with the Luke and Hannah hometown where apparently Hannah told um, some people from his Bible study group that she was not planning on using the fantasy suite for sex. At the time when Beck and I recorded it, those were the only places I had heard it from, but they had numerous sources that had confirmed it. Um, well, in typical Luke Parker fashion, he goes on a social media tirade um, a few hours ago saying, well, confirming the things that we discussed. Um, he spoke about the um, fantasy suite uh, conversation with the Bible study group. He posted that on his Instagram. And then on Instagram stories, he dropped a couple of what he called truth bombs that were deleted very quickly, I'm sure due to, you know, probably his contract, making comments saying that he was not ready to propose. He didn't want to propose. That was something that was um, encouraged by production. So Whether or not you decide to take Luke Parker's word for this, we're going to leave that up to you. But we just wanted to uh, make sure that this was added in before you listened to the rest of our episode where we talk about this news coming from uh, Reality Steve and other websites. But it has been out in the gamut for a few weeks, uh, confirmed by other sources, specifically from people who actually went to the Men Tell All episode. And before we dive into this extremely intense men tell all episode we just wanted to say first and foremost thank you to our broad squad who supports us and is there for us whether or not you agree with our opinions or not um, we love hearing all the different perspectives of all of our different listeners Um, in typical becca and i fashion we do come at this episode from a little bit different of a perspective we're honest about how we felt like it went down um This does not, let me repeat, does not condone. We do not condone or justify any of Luke P's actions throughout the filming of this, nor on his social media afterwards. It's just how we felt this specific episode went down. So hang in there with us. If you don't agree, we love to hear all of your opinions afterwards. Um, Also, trigger warning, Obviously, because of how Luke P is, there are certain things discussed that involve um, levels of emotional abuse in relationships. So if that's going to be triggering for you to uh, listen to, please be warned before we get into it. Um, And I guess before we hop in, we'll just start off quoting our Lord and Savior, Tyler Cameron, who went on social media after the episode 
and said so very graciously to Luke P that he hopes for growth for him in the future and no one should be condemned forever. Whew. So thank you, Lord and Savior, Tyler Cameron. Hope you enjoy Broads. Let's get into it. Hello, Broads. <laughs> Hi, Broads. Oh, my. I mean, I men, men tell all and women tell all are always um, heated episodes. God, they've just really gone down the... They've really just tanked the past couple like Clinton's was a shit show I hated his women that was very like Jerry Springer-esque and this was almost worse this was like I was watching someone be like shackled in the gallows and people just come out and like beat someone up (laughs) Gray said he's like this is like Maury like this is so ridiculous it just felt very like like gladiator-ish to me well I want to give a little behind the scenes because Normally, since um, the mental does get filmed like a week or two before it actually gets taped or before uh, um, before it gets aired and before other episodes come out, because you know Grayston when we were watching was like, how are they like getting so heated about something that happened like three you know a month or two ago right, or two months right, ago right, three right. months ago whatever, um, and so normally you're in a hotel room and then you watch the episodes that are going to come out and then they lead you right into the men or women tell all. Oh wow. So then you're like, okay. so you're super hyped up, you know? Sure, you're like, sure, sure, sure. Because it definitely becomes extra real again when you're watching it back. Well, and I'm wondering, too, that the past few men and women tell all have gotten so hectic. Yeah. Because now they have social media. So now God, post-filming, everyone's posting and sending shady things and, I like, know. posting, like, sketchy tweets to each other. And it's, there's become war. So, like, now everyone's, like, way hyped up. It's not, it's the, it doesn't <laughs> it's, give you, like, a month to calm down. It gives you a month to, like get more not to mention like people are high off of yeah like kind of what you're saying they're high off of the attention off of social media and all that kind of thing so it kind of becomes like clout city which is what we saw on this it's like and we saw that on women tell all too everyone's trying to get like the last word in trying to get like the clap worthy like (laughs) comeback it's so jane going off and yeah you know what jane and devin should get together in fucking paradise i was I know, I know. I about lost my shit. I mean, we were halfway through the episode, and I last night, and I looked at the time, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I like, I still have to watch forty-five more minutes of this. I know it was really, really, really hard to watch. Exhausting and like not fun. Yeah, it's brutal. I, I, yeah. And it really, like, the audience was just wild and out. I was like, that are you was guys the kidding that me? Was it the- was weird. I felt like we were in, the, like, the Gladiator Coliseum where they're right. like, finish him! <laughs> yes! Down! <laughs> Everyone's just like, yes, yes, yes! Nuggets, nuggets, nuggets! It was weird and crazy. Weird. And, like, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, if, if, they, if the producers had passed out, like, small rocks to all of the guests yes. and were like, okay, so around, like, the 50-minute mark, you guys are going to start throwing these at Luke. Okay. In the I middle, they would have been like, yes. They would have been well- like, yes, Master Harrison. <laughs> anything you say, sire. No, I, I felt like it was, it was, I understand Hannah being upset at Luke. I understand the, the men being upset at Luke. I understand the audience being but, upset. And, but- and then, of course, getting there, we're all riled up because of sure. the shit show that we've been watching. But like, sometimes the response of them laughing when he was trying to be serious, it was like, really I bizarre. understand in my head, be, or like watching a TV screen and kind of like laughing laughing to myself or being like holy shit in yeah. my head but like laughing out loud in someone's face feels pretty wild it was like a black mirror episode like 
I don't know. Well, the one thing that's really bothered me about this whole saga has been this sort of like blind outrage response where like there there seems like there's kind of a lack of like critical thinking about some areas of the situation. Um, And I was living in the utmost confusion because, of course, everyone's coming for Luke. Duh. We all are on the same page with this. But... When they first showed the beginning of the episode, when all the men are walking, the three finalists are walking to the rose ceremony, you hear the same uh, uh, applause for, for Jed. Jed. I, th- I made a note of that, too. I was like, are you kidding me? I was so confused. Me? Here we are at the men tell all. Everyone knows what's going on. And no one's saying a word about Jed. And I'm like, ABC. No one's booing him when his face comes up on the screen. I don't understand what's going on. Like, And you know the type of people who are sitting in the men tell all who got tickets know all the tea of behind course. the scenes. Of so course. I was just so thrown off. I did not get it at all. I didn't, I didn't understand that either. And I was glad, at least at the very end, that Chris Harrison was like, of course, there have been a lot of rumors floating around. We'll discuss all of them at after the final yeah. rows. I'm like, okay, thank you. But the way that they were playing this made me think, is ABC going to, like, try to have his back? Jets? Yeah, I don't know. They did not. There was no shade thrown by Chris Harrison, who normally throws shade in subtle ways regarding Jed at all. No one yeah. was saying a word. Like... The men, he didn't ask the men, like, at the end, like, so, a bunch of rumors have been coming around. Like, how do you feel about one of your best friends in the house? There was nothing. I know. I was, I was like, I'm, I feel like ABC might try to spin this and make it somehow, like, make Jed not look too bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just trying to, I'm mulling over in my head, like, what the motivation would be behind that. Um, I don't know. It's really I don't know odd. either. I don't know. Maybe there's a blood pact. (laughs) Maybe spit has been swapped. (laughs) I don't know. But it just felt, I was so confused. Oh, what we need to address, which we didn't talk about last time, was the whole Mike Fleiss shit, too. Oh my and God. this is kind of the the really twisted irony of this season. We I just completely <sighs> forgot to bring it up yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah. I really didn't but, know um, much about it. I had just seen like one quick article and then I didn't, yeah. Yeah, I think I had posted about it yeah. on my story. Um that's just like the twisted irony when we're talking about like abusive relationships and about like knowing your power and all this shit. Like Mike Fleiss, there's been allegations from his uh now estranged wife, I believe, of him assaulting her like in during her pregnancy like threatening her like to get an abortion just like all this really 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 gnarly shit horrific and yeah i don't know i don't i don't know much else to say about that then i mean it's i just... saw that like obviously like abc's like were going over things and whatever and then i saw people posting like bachelor and bachelorette's over i'm like no no no, no, no. he's the he would just because he'll be the removed creator yeah yeah He'll be removed. Nothing has changed for the past, like, 15 years of The Bachelor. I don't think that we need him to, like... No, 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 no. Like, it's... it's, And he's not even... I think that the whole the whole thing would look different if like it was Chris Harrison because he's the face, but Fleiss is, like, behind the scenes. I don't even... I I talked to him on the phone. Did you really? Yeah. I was actually on the weed farm, and he, he called me from his boat in Hawaii... Did I not never tell you this? <laughs> no. He called me from his boat in Hawaii. I don't know. I feel like I don't know if I can say this. I don't know. I didn't sign any NDA about this, so I guess I can talk about it. Oh my god! What are but you? But you know how people say? always say like, "Oh, I was considered to be the Bachelor or the Bachelor." Yeah. Like he called me in November when I was on the weed farm and was like, "I've never seen someone like you light up the screen before. We'd love you to become a ba- part of the Bachelor family in a very big way, if you know what I mean." Whoa. Yeah. 
I could like barely hear him because he was on his boat. On his yacht, floating and he was around. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to be a part of the Bachelor family in like a big, big way, if you know what I mean. I think you know what I'm saying. I mean, uh, the producers are going to be like, continue to be in contact with you, like, yada, yada, yada. But then Ari yes. pulled the whole switcheroo a few weeks later. Thanks, Ari. So anyway, but. We wouldn't have you, Ruthie. But this, we have Ari to thank, really. <laughs> but this douchebag and his I, douche I canoe yacht in Hawaii. I mean, he's just banking off of it. And I don't know. I'm not surprised. Everyone's yeah. like, so what are your thoughts? I'm like, I don't know. He's a scumbag. He's it a piece of shit. doesn't really surprise me. I mean, if you've ever followed him on Twitter, he's like really, really crazy. Yeah. I don't know lots about him, so I, I, I have I don't know how much I can speak into it just because I don't really yeah. know. But he seems like a douchebag, and obviously after this, it's like, yeah, please remove him, ABC. Well, and it's like it's not surprising when they continue to have like on every season they have some sort of toxic dude who's like potentially dangerous to the lead, and they just keep them on there for as long Plus, as they possibly can. Like I relate can. to this guy, keep him on. Keep, yeah, <laughs> God, I don't know. It's that's really horrible. Anyway, uh, all oh, right. So Lord. should we jump into it? Because the first part of the mental all is actually that's we very see the true. Rose not not only not only that we got the we got the rose cer- or the the rose ceremony discussed, the mental all, and a little bit of I batch know, the in bachelor. paradise, which yeah. I'm so excited for. Oh my oh god! Oh my gosh! I'm so excited. I can't even. Um, all right. So as discussed many times before. Jess and I are not about the crash diet. We're not about working out or eating a certain way just for the look of it. Because we're about loving the body you were given. And taking care of it is one of the best ways you can do that. Um, You can do that through healthy lifestyle choices, learning healthy habits, and feeling your best. Love yourself by allowing yourself to attain the stamina to keep up with your busy life, whether that's work or kids or whatever. You need nutrition to be able to fuel your life. Mm -hmm. So you can love yourself Through healthy self-love and self-care, which is why we love Noom. Noom is the habit-changing solution app that helps users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. Based in psychology, Noom teaches you why you do the things you do and arms you with the tools to break the bad habits and replace them with better ones. Look, I've discussed um, my issues with food before, and I have never had a healthy, nutrient-rich diet, and it has affected my health as I've been getting older. Um, Eating the junk I tend to affects my mood. It definitely doesn't help with my anxiety, gives me low energy, and does not help my immune system, which I need with work in a wild three-year-old. Um, because of all these health issues in my family and my own beginning, I knew I needed to make a change for me and my family. But typically, apps and programs can be triggering for me because of my body issues. Um, they make me feel like start to feel bad about myself or like that I'm not following through or whatever, which is why Noom has been so helpful for me. Noom is super encouraging. Their app is focused focused on your personal mental health throughout your week, like asking questions about what types of methods make you feel encouraged and motivated, tough love, gentle nudges, inspirational quotes, and then your personal goal specialist does what's best for you, finding out why you're on the app, but the ultimate the ultimate why, like the deeper reason, not just that top level business. And let's talk about it. They want to sit there and be there for you. They'll communicate with you all the time on the app. They set up a full roadmap for you. And then you have this entire community of users to help you feel like a community. You're loved. You're seen. When you get on this app, you see it is a lifestyle app. Also, Noom just asked 10 Uh, Ask for 10 minutes a day so you're not on this constantly, and they'll give you quick to-do tasks, tell you how awesome you are, and then tell you that that was enough for one day. Give yourself a break. It's amazing. (laughs) I love that. Noom is about developing a healthy, easy-to-stick-to way of life. Um, You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. The new map is incredibly refreshing for you to achieve your lifestyle goals. Sign up for your trial today at Noom. 
N O O M dot com slash chatty. What do you have to lose? It visit noom.com slash chatty to start your trial today. That's noom like zoom, but with an N as in N as in what? Never say never. <laughs> never. <laughs> uh, com slash chatty. Noom.com slash chatty. Noom.com slash Thank chatty. You Noom. Thank you, Noom. Love you guys. Um, okay. Oh, so also just have to get a, give a quick plug because yeah, I remembered please. as you we were talking about this health stuff, how awesome this Thursday episode is going to be. Woo, baby. We're having I'm an astrologer so, on. Yes. You she's have fantastic. To, she's unbelievable. Jessica Lignato. She's amazing she's like the resident girl boss astrologer even if you're an astrology skeptic actually especially if you're an astrology skeptic mm-hmm. i recommend listening to it it's oh, so fun for sure and it's cool because it's like we hear a little bit of the uh astrology 101 at the beginning and then becca and i have our charts read so it gets pretty personal and it was you're pretty definitely shocking. gonna learn stuff about each of us yeah that we haven't really shared like how we don't floss I flashed this morning. (laughs) So did I. Good for you. But I also wondered if she like threw that in because like no one flosses. Maybe. So she's like, by the way, the stars tell me you need to floss. Everyone's like, Evan listened to the episode and has been flossing every day now too. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. Living. Um, Okay. okay. So we have the episode starts where we see the final three men um, showing up for the rose ceremony. Um, again, that's when we hear the audience cheering just as loudly for Jed as they're cheering for Yuck. Peter and Tyler, which is just, I, I can't even wrap my brain around Although it. The, the three of their outfits did really go well nicely together. And Luke came in and ruined it with his bright blue suit. But did you notice how color coordinated they all were? Well, except for the fact that Jed's suit was brown. I know, but brown, tan, and like light blue. I thought no, they all looked was, nice. No, it was, but his suit was brown. I know. And he just wore it with a white... He didn't even... It looked like he took it out of his dad's closet from the 70s. That's and then true. he didn't even... He didn't even give us the pleasure of some sort of paisley shirt to just go it's with true. the 70s. A little paisley necktie or I something. I would have, you know, or like, you know, some big old lapels to do some like kind of Cuban-esque vibe. Love that. No. <laughs> just brown. What do you expect from him when he wears freaking combat boots in Greece? That's true. If Jed was a color, he would just be like kind of meh. You know, just, it's really true though. Yeah, he's just he, like, he is like his haircut, just like not yeah, that impressive. Like if you were a color, you'd be maybe yellow. Thank you. Yeah. If you were a color, you'd be red. Ooh, yes, I'll take With it. Polka dots. Ooh, I like that. And flames. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and Jed's just beige. Oh, he's just beige, like with a pinky tint to it. Black. <sighs> All right, so we see Hannah. Yes, yes, yes. Can I point something out? Because when they were doing the recap, I did notice something, and maybe I'm just really nitpicking because I'm trying to support my own argument, but remember how we were talking about Luke going back and... Well, we'll get into this because he wanted to defend himself, but I thought it was really interesting. One of the pieces of dialogue I noticed is he said, I would be wanting to go home. And then when he tries to clarify, once again, not really speaking very well, he's very... Or it. Everything mm. he says seems to come out wrong. Yeah, he, the guy has a hard time communicating, that's for sure. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> Even if he was a really, really nice guy that you liked, you'd be like, oh, this guy's a nice guy. He's got a really He's hard time one of those communicating. He's just like foot in mouth all oh, the time. Oh, just constant. Um, but he was trying to clarify how it seemed that he was trying to say that the conversation was edited around and it really kind of made sense. Cause I realized his phrasing in the beginning was if I knew that you had whatever, whatever I would be wanting to go home. He didn't actually say yes. he would go home. 
It's pretty interesting. I didn't notice that. Yes, I, I heard that. And then part of me goes, well, Luke does change everything. That's so true. I wonder that. And he does seem to have a selective memory. But they played the but... playback, playback clip of him saying it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he said, I would be wanting to go home. That was his exact wording. And so that was kind of interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe what he was, because what he was basically saying later on is he was like, I was being edited and Hannah asked me like how or how I would feel. I said I would be wanting to go home. But then I was trying to make a point of like, but I'm not going to go home because I love you and like whatever, which is just really kind of all over the place. But oh, he did gosh. say I would be wanting to go home. Yeah, no, you're right. And so. that, that is that does feel a little different. Oh, and it God. is like a strange way of wording something in general, unless I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. OK. OK. So we see it right away that Hannah, you know, they're the producers. They're talking to her and she's like, I'm so I have no regret sending Luke home. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm done with him. You know, she's she's over it. Yeah. Um, the men have no idea that she sent Luke home. They're I know. Just like, which was wild. You know, just like coming on in. And Pete's like, I have never felt for someone the way I have feelings for Hannah. And I was just like, wow, Pete, what a display of emotion. Like, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> He's, I, uh, it's so hard because with all this stuff coming out about the GF, like I, we discussed on our last episode, how we feel about it. And, you know, apparently they were only dating for five months, like you said, which is, you know, it's still a, a decent amount of time. Yeah. Jed and his girlfriend dated um, for four, for four months, yeah. but he didn't go on with a girlfriend no, like Jed did. And, but I, up, but it still yeah. is a little bit in the back of my mind. I can't help it now. I mean, Pete's a little bit blah too, just like as a person. I mean, I think he, he, he's a sweetie pie, I think. I mean, I, I, I was loving on him until I found that out, and then it's just like a little bit in the back of my head. Tyler. Tyler's a perfect n- human never being. Never disappoints us. No, he's um, actually a god, which is the weird part about this. If him and Hannah were to have sex, they would have created some sort of god child. Maybe. Like, a, like, you know, especially in Greece. Yes, that's true. It would have had a Hercules baby. That's true. <laughs> I like um, that. Now, Hannah actually, I thought, slayed this scene, although her dress... I know. In the earrings, the heart earrings. What is this sports bra? I know. I kept thinking it was. I know. I know. I know. Not good. But she, she. I really like the way she handled this this scene. Scene. But okay, let's say we have to talk about this though. So we see Luke coming back in the car. Yeah. He says, "Hannah thought after sending me home (laughs) in the van, there's no way I would want to be with her." Which again, this is the exact. This is the exact reason that I have a problem with him. There's no way that I would want to be with her after this. But she was dead wrong. Or, unfortunately. Um, or she was sadly mistaken. That was the wording. <laughs> she would, of poor Hannah, thinks I would never want to be with her after what she's done. It was just like, oh my god, I'm. And he, but that was the thing. The language used. I'm still in love with her. I'm not over her. I don't want to be gone. I, 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 I. This is my heart. We're talking about. It was just so narcissistic and so <laughs> him focused. It was not like Hannah sent me home. It was just constant. I, I, I. But this is what is sketchy to me. What is we see him. They do a quick shot and we don't, first of all, see his whole body. It's it feels strangely edited. And we see a shot of him holding a ring. OK. Mm-hmm. And then later on in the conversation, we see Chris Harrison pull yeah, Hannah yeah, aside yeah. and say he was wanting to be with you. Yeah. He even had a ring in his pocket. Yeah. He was ready to propose. Well, I heard. Yeah. Via reality, Steve, that that was a load of bullshit. That he did not 
was not planning on proposing to her. And this is, again, this is just what I heard. He was, like, the producers encouraged, maybe she'd like this, maybe he was, I don't know. It's not, Reality Steve, I think, was saying it wasn't clear, but the point is, is whether or not the, the producers, like, you should hold on to this just in case, or... What would what do you think if she ends up taking you back? Let's look at rings, whatever. But it, it looks like it was set up, which is why you don't see you don't have a clip of like Luke walking away, pulling the ring out of his pocket, being like, "I was going to propose to her." We don't you you know Luke would That's have so said true. that to the camera if he was planning on proposing to her. He so would have true. been like, "She's the one. I'm going to propose to her." That's so true. So they made him look even crazier by doing these weird cut shots and then Chris Harrison being like, he had a ring in his in his pocket. That's so true. And also I made a note of that too because like the, the way that even Chris Harrison phrased it was like, he went and got a ring. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? The producers held his hand and were like, let's go to Zales right now exactly. and like get you a little and chunk of something. And that might have been what happened, but I doubt that even was what happened because again, you would have seen, they would have shown it. That's they would true. have filmed him going to Zales, making a fool of being himself. a crazy person, picking out a ring, being like, "We will be together. She will be my bride." Like scanning yeah. all the perfect rings yeah. for yeah. Hannah. They yeah, did no, not- you're, 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 that's actually a really right? good point. I didn't think of is like they 100 percent would have showed all that. I think you're right. And furthermore, so on the. <sighs> Yeah, it's intentionally being skewed in this way. So Hannah's being hyped up like, girl, you are better off without him. Fuck him. Her people on the sidelines are like, dump his ass. He fucking sucks. You're better off without him. Like, woo, flex on him. And then on Luke's side, his people on the sideline of production are like, I just know because this is the kind of stuff that went on with me where it's like, it's like. I've seen the way that you guys look at each other and I know there's something there. Like mm-hmm. I know. And you know what? I I'm sure they even said something to him like, and I know Hannah's been talking about you. Of, of course. I you know could- Hannah's been talking about you. And I, I, I mean, I'm sure that after what you guys had, that she really misses you. I'm sure that shit is going it on. It seemed pretty apparent in this episode that production has it had its hands all over this scene. And honestly, it kind of seems to show in mental all that that was the case because Luke mm-hmm. was so subdued and just so like, almost in like not embarrassed but he's just like i don't know shell shocked after this whole situation <laughs> well, poor guy I, I mean well I mean, i'm not gonna say i yeah we'll, we'll get well, into I that mean, but he was he, he his uh own weaknesses were definitely manipulated and str- he was like a puppet yes, on the strings yes. and he himself is weak enough of kind of a, of character at this point in yes. his life where he's as allows said, his rage to take over like as we've said before this is not a good this is not a good show for him to be on. No, this and was, he needs a lot. He has a lot of growing to do, like a lot and a lot of learning before he enters into like a serious committed relationship yes. with someone. He needs to be completely handheld by, by a therapist. Yes. And, and yeah, and he needs to like gain some self. He needs to learn a lot. That being said, he seems like he was really easy to manipulate throughout this whole process. And, uh, right. Well, and then, and then he was a pawn, especially, okay. That when they then had him, when the guys were standing there. Oh my God. And he just walked <laughs> in and just stood in line. And I was dying. That was hilarious. That was 
so funny because none of the guys know that <laughs> no. he's not not supposed to be there. No, and then they're like putting two and two together when Hannah's like, "I sent you home." Well, and then and then especially like when he was he was then uh, t- like right away went up to Hannah to talk to her, and then she shut him down, and Tyler right away goes, "Dude, get back in line." She doesn't want to do this right now. It was that was proof that guys didn't I know. know. You're like, I know. oh my god, like Tyler's like, "Get back in line, dude. Wait for your wait turn. for your rose." I know. It's like no, 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 no. She, no, like which he was sent <laughs> home. Which by the way, I. Because he's now been to two rose ceremonies where he got sent home from a date without a rose and has still made it to the rose he, ceremony. He after. is just he the, is like Jesus rising. He is t- just the gift that keeps giving in oh all God. the worst ways. Oh um, my God! But that was another producer moment. Like obviously yeah. that looks ridiculous. <laughs> You're like the guy just just stood in line waiting for Hannah. Of course the producer's like you should just stand and wait in line. And when she comes in, you should talk to her because that's just out of control. If he chose to do that on his own, I mean that's pretty. Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> even know. Um, I, <laughs> I know, and but his language really was like I, he kept saying, "I know without a shadow of a doubt," and I was like, "Bitch, how? Like, how do you know without a how shadow do you know? of a doubt?" And again, like, his language was so. I'm on my way. I'm coming. Was this is so my so yeah. self focused. Yeah. Um, can you imagine though if you were <laughs> when she walked down? I'd be like, Hannah's just like, is this like a hostage situation? I like, loved <laughs> the way she responded because she was almost just like so casual, where it was almost like she knew, but she didn't. She was just like, at this point, I'm not surprised. Like, boy, why right. are you here? Her face was just like, are you kidding me? Like, just <laughs> get out, dude. Like, it is time for you to be gone. When I loved she, it. when when he right away goes, he walks right up to her and goes. I'm going to stand here all day until and she cuts him off and goes, no, you're fucking not. (laughs) And then Jed in the background, take a hint, Luke, get out. And the world's like, take a hike, Jed. Nobody likes you. (laughs) That actually both leave arm in arm. That was the worst part of the scene is Jed was whispering and mouthing like, thank you, God, about stuff. And I was just like, (laughs) oh, I was so imploding, angry. I was like, excuse me, Jed. God is Luke's best friend. <laughs> so oh. that's a joke. <laughs> um, but um, no, the, the, uh, it was very telling of Jed in this scene because as Hannah is being a badass bitch and telling Luke off, you see Tyler and Pete coming to Hannah's support, but staying very, very calm. And then when she eventually gets Luke out, you continue to see, you know, obviously, um, or not Tyler and Jed, excuse me, Pete and Pete and Tyler. Uh. Um, and then you continue to see Pete and Tyler. Uh, obviously, they're happy Luke's gone, but they're very low-key, and they're just kind of shaking their heads like, wow, that's Whereas wild. Whereas Jed is about to go Jed, do his stupid little click his heels. He's doing a bell kick. He's like, pumping his fist. He's just like, yes, yes, yes. Like something like his stupid like work well, you want to talk about game. That's well, what it felt like. That's a thing. And yeah, it was like exactly like a competition. He was like, that was my goal to get Luke out of here because I don't like him personally. Right. And he kept thinly veiling it as like, I want what's best for Hannah. I'm like, no, you fucking don't, dude. No, he would literally. You're a bitch. When the producers interviewed him, he was just like, oh, man, this is. I know. Well, I'm actually very happy because this shows that that Hannah really hears me. And you're like, oh really hears you like that's why hannah did this actually like if you want to talk about self-centered too it's like yep. this is about hannah hearing you and you think that she made this decision because of what you said jed like You're as totally if she right. are you kidding me like it's the same wow oh, parallels. It's, parallels it's it was nuts also so 
yeah all right so so yeah luke i mean he just continues to say uh, i need clarity there's nothing new about what he's saying she's like (laughs) it was she moved the rose table around oh that was so legendary dying that was so legendary nothing scripted could have been better that that was was the best thing okay but when he was literally he just kept saying he needed clarity and he and she's like no you need to leave and he literally would not go I was so triggered. Like, I was so triggered because there was this guy once when I was, Evan and I were broken up. Yeah. And he, this dude, um, we hooked up. And all of a sudden it starts coming back. I'm like, oh my God, this guy reminds me. This is the guy. Um, We hooked up once when Evan and I were broken up. And I thought like, oh, he's fine. He's whatever. Hooked up once or twice. Casual. Mm -hmm. He was very much like a, if we hook up, we will be married. Oh, no. And this guy. Oh, no. The second after we hook up is just like, so what is this? And I'm like, this is this is nothing. And I'm not joking. This guy followed me around for months around my school campus, telling everybody we were in a relationship. He wouldn't leave me alone. I go back to my home after school's over. He drove out three times a week from Riverside to Orange County and would park outside like restraining the community. order. I know. I wish I would have been older and had, the, <laughs> I wish I would have had a Hannah's balls and just been like, move the podium. But he was literally like, no, I need, cl-. he was doing the same thing. I need clarity. I need to know. I was just so triggered this whole, I was just like, Oh my oh God, my. this is like this guy. Like you need clarity. I don't like you anymore. Like, I don't want we, to we be hooked with up. you. Like this it's okay. It's not like I want it. Oh, yeah. Oh Jess, no. That's horrible. I mean, it, it, it was, but it was just really reminiscent yeah. to me. But at the time, I didn't have the cojones to like just. I mean, I thought I was being aggressive with him, but. Well, you didn't have, you didn't have producers not. hyping you up, okay? So that's that helps true. too. That's true. But being still. like just forcefully but push still, him That's out. why watching this this specific part of the episode, I was just like, yes, girl. Yes, girl. I mean, it was, what, yeah. I loved the way she. Yeah. I thought it was great. I mean, and it what else amazing. are you supposed to do? She was just like, dude, get out. It's over. I did love you. Yeah. Done. Like, bye. And then when he said, this is my heart we're talking about here, it's <laughs> like, Luke, dude, how selfish can you be? It was pretty unbelievable. Uh, pretty unbelievable. Also, well, also, I think one of the most frustrating things about the situation is like she's get, she gave him so many chances, and like they already had a one on one where she sent like sent him back without a like it's just been chance after chance after chance, oh, yeah. and it's like he can't see that. It's like come on, dude! Like you should have been gone week two. Yeah, just so unaware. And she, yeah. Well, and then he compares her talking to Colton. I know after she was sent home. So this was my thought, All that happens though. is Colton, like, walked her out. And Hannah also wasn't... It was of Colton's own accord. It wasn't like Hannah was demanding that Colton, like, talk to her. She literally was so gracious. I remember we talked about this. She handled it with such grace. Although... But... Yeah, I just remembered. <laughs> Hannah came back to talk to Colton that wasn't aired. Yep. And yeah, I remember I you remember said that. that that they had filmed you going and talking to Ari, which was which they didn't use, which was definitely not of my idea. Right. Or so I'm sure this, that was not Hannah's idea either. Yeah. And then they set, sent her to go talk to Colton to make sure whatever, which Just was obviously prob- set, setting yeah. her up to be yeah. the, the next Bachelorette. But I wonder if Hannah told Luke about that. Because it what it didn't. No, air. I'm sure she did. I'm it, sure she did. Yeah. So when, yeah. But again, because no one knows this, right? Luke seems like an insane, like crazy, because it looks like, like he's bringing up their conversation before she got in the limo and left. Exactly. Like, yeah. like and comparing it to that versus if she went and talked to Colton. Yeah, because she might have told Luke like I had to get clarity because yes. I was really hurt yes. and I went back. That's what to I'm talk saying. To- Maybe that 
because why else would he? I mean, you never, why else you would never he know bring with, it up. You no, never I, know with Luke, but she but there didn't, are hours of conversation that we don't see aired between like her and Luke, and right. I'm sure she brought it up. And especially like, if they had that like closeness, and the fact that he compares it because he said something like when you went back to talk to Colton, so he had to have known because she yeah. did not go back to talk to Colton after he sent yes. her home yes. that we saw. Yes, so she had to have told him, dude. <laughs> Dude, it's so much shistiness going on. It is. It is pretty crazy. And the one thing that I will say about, um, yeah, the the thing that's, I don't know. We'll get into it later. And I wonder because apparently Luke turned down going to Paradise. Mm -hmm. If now that's why the producers are like, we're gonna stick him big time, like with Mentel all. I'm sure, right? Because if he would have accepted the offer to go to Paradise, they maybe would have allowed him the opportunity to do what people like chris and crystal and these people who were villains i mean obviously no one one compares to how how luke played you know whatever this was like but people do i mean like um what i mean it's a different kind of villain but yeah they almost always go on paradise and it's kind of like a funny like joke thing and uh yeah i think you could be right because it turned into kind of like a whole luke roast it was like literally the whole men tell all. Even after he left, everyone was bringing it up. And well, oh, I'm going to talk about when he left because that's the other T I know. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh boy, I can't wait. <laughs> oh okay, boy. so then the confrontation with the men because Luke did he lick his fist? <laughs> Tyler was like, Tyler was like, well, then what are you going to do about it? And Luke was like, <laughs> <laughs> like I swear he licked his fist, and I was like, is that his way of like? See this one. We're gonna what are you going to do about French Luke? kiss with my fist. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Luke's just like, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Tyler. I'm going to lick your fist. <laughs> I swear he licked his fist. I was like, <laughs> I'm bummed you didn't see that. Because my question was like, did he oh lick his god, fist? Oh my god, that is insane. It was really cute that the men then also like kind of stood around Hannah. But then it was also weird that they're standing there listening to the conversation. Just kind of like not saying anything. It was yeah, cute. Just I was also, awkward. they were like the Trace Amigos. They were like wrangling Luke. And just kind of like, get out of here, man. Get out of here. I really like cannot wait to hear how Pete and Tyler feel about the Jed situation. I'm, I'm so excited to hear about it. Speaking of Tyler, when she... When when Luke speaking then of says Tyler. speaking of Tyler, when Luke all of a sudden then said when the guys were around him, and Luke said, "I know you were leading with your emotions last night. I know those last few minutes that was not your character." Oh my God, so demeaning! But then Tyler right away goes, Wait, "Don't tell her who she is." I know, and I was like, "I'm soaking wet." Wait, what did she, what did he say? Luke said. I know you were leading with your emotions last night, Hannah. I know those last few minutes that wasn't your character. Oh. And then Tyler just being manipulative. Yes. And then he just continued. Luke just continued to claim that he was misunderstood. I've never, he said, I've never condemned you or judged you. Oh no. He said, never have I ever condemned or judged you and never, never have I ever ever will or something ridiculous. Never never will I ever. Never will I ever. (laughs) Well, I'm great. And I were both, both like, also that's just like not true. Not just because it's a Luke, but because, I don't know. Grayson and I judge each other all People the time. People judge each other all the time. <laughs> this is what we're doing on the podcast right now. <laughs> Acting as if we're better than them because we are. <laughs> 
I am. I I will never have it. Never and will never be better than Tyler. That's a fact. (laughs) That's a fact. What is the quote? I always quote from the Bible. It's like even the fool who does not speak anything looks wise or something. And Tyler just keeps Tyler, the zipped ugh. most of the time and it and works. just stands there when you look perfect it doesn't it, hurt yeah it's true um, now then, then her reply was i did not know what she was saying but what the lord did you catch that the lord allowed the soul ties to be the the soul ties that the lord had brought together he had broken between us and i was like yeah oh god got brought you guys together now yeah. and now he's breaking you up like that's what's happening uh, yeah i was a little confused about that <laughs> maybe that was like a thing that their pastor talks about maybe that was the thing that they both said like the lord brought our soul ties together yeah, maybe that was one of their little things is they're like we're soul tied baby well you know when we get to the mental all part luke did say some things where i'm like i bet hannah fucking told him that she was gonna marry him like from the beginning he said something where he was well, like she told me i was the one like and i had always been the and one then, and then hannah's uh response at the end I found very interesting. What was that response? Well, I mean, we'll get to that. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, well, when she talks about why she was so drawn to Luke at the beginning, it was very recept- or very perceptive of her. That's what, you, that's what Chris Harrison said. Very, very perceptive. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, please. But it <laughs> was. It really was, though. I thought it was interesting. Um, because... Well, I mean, yeah, we'll get there. We yeah. Just get, I just get so excited to talk about this. Okay. Um, so... Should we move on to, um, I mean, basically she kicks Luke out. He says, yeah, I'm seeing if there's anything else. He doesn't, he says that he just needs to know that like she has clarity and is fully done. She says she's fully done. And I was he's expecting like, right, Hannah and Chris Harrison to start like making out when they were talking. They definitely have some, they have some interesting chemistry. The two I'm also of them. Like, yeah. It's very strange. They're always there. It's not like a, it's not like the buddy buddy chemistry that he has with a lot of the bachelorettes. It's no, a little also bit they've unique. like had so much more of a one on one relationship. Like they were driving in the car together, and like he was the one who called Maybe her to Chris tell was her the he was one the in the windmill the whole time. Oh wow, juicy. Well, and also I just found it kind of stupid, like the way the guys act. I don't know. The guys were really kind of getting on my nerves, not because they were like standing up for Hannah or anything. I thought that was great, but they all sort of had this attitude where it's like bro like i love hannah and you love hannah yeah. so like if you end up with hannah i'll be happy bro because i know that you really love yeah her. there was some like, weird eskimo brother shit going well, on and like, sort of like as long as like she ends up with one of us and not with luke like it's all kosher if she yeah. ends up with you jed tight if she and ends I'm up with like, me tight with you pete tight but if you really like yeah i completely agree like if you really are into this woman aren't you like jealous of everyone to a certain extent exactly and don't don't give me this bullshit of like i just want what's best for her heart and like pete and tyler are both gonna be good for her heart like <laughs> what come on yeah it's like okay i mean that are you kidding me you know that I situation mean? i'd like, be like yeah sure i'm friends with you guys but i'm gonna but cut like, all of you bitches if yeah you end up you're with all him. going down i'm going i'm coming for yeah, her imagine if you were competing with three other women against evan and you it was just after fantasy oh suites my God, week. it would be a bloodbath <laughs> can you imagine looking around and being like which one of you motherfuckers fucked this bitch because she is mine. And then she said, and so the guys know. Not this know, bitch, that wouldn't well, be respectful. you know that Tyler's sitting there, or standing there, hearing that she had sex. That's all I could think about. I didn't even think about that. And oh, his, and like, his response, I didn't fuck. <laughs> and his response right away is, again, don't tell her who she is. Like, he literally heard, he heard Luke say those things 
she he heard her response basically that yes i had sex it makes it sound like i had sex with someone and then he continues to defend her and and you could tell he looked shaken up in the eyes a little bit of like oh shit and then when luke left that might have something to do with the fact that tyler was so calm that he might have been fully mind grinding like hannah asked me not to touch her on the boat when we had our fantasy suite and yet she's having sex with somebody else so maybe i'm not as good as i thought i was totally yeah that's (laughs) dude oh my god what a mind total mind fuck so um then the mental all begins okay yeah mental all begins luke it starts with luke in the hot seat this Um, is something we've never seen before where the mental all starts with one person and no one else is there Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Before we start talking about his dialogue. Yes. It it just like made me sad again because I realized like you know we talked about how he maybe is just not that smart and like yes. I think he takes everything literally to the point where like after watching this whole season mm-hmm. I bet he people were telling him like you need to think before you speak and I think like he's taken it so literally that's why he's thinking 10 minutes before you mean saying the most anything uncomfortable long pauses i've ever heard and or seen in my life but it was just made me so sad cuz i was like you know cuz through the whole season he was like but hannah but i love you but i'm not thinking yeah, of what i'm saying. saying i'm just like, exploding to, yeah, yeah yeah and i'm sure a lot of other people in his life are saying that so now he's like i will not speak before i think and so he's like i got to really think about what i'm going to say for 10 minutes before you know everything you're that's definitely you're probably right. I was thinking like, oh, I'm imagining that he got coached by his pastor and also by his sister-in-law's dad, who apparently is a pastor as well, um, who wrote a blog about him. Oh, God. It was insane. Oh, my God. Um, but, oh my he, God. but he, um, I was imagining them coaching him before the men tell all and being like, make sure you word things this way. Yeah. And so I was imagining him like going over the script that was written, like the Rolodex, like, that's certainly okay, what's possible the line? too. What's the line that I was supposed to say when he asked about the virginity, the uh, the the born again virgin? Yeah, you know that's certainly possible. But it was it was um, okay. Let me make this very yeah. Make it let, very. Let me clear. make this very very clear before we start talking about this. I have no chance. I feel the exact same way that his about about Luke his actions that i have felt before you see him you see him lie you see him gaslight you see him manipulate i think he is a incredibly dangerous picture of what certain types of purity culture can do i think the way that he i i believe that the way that he speaks to her is shaming now i'm so all of this to to say i feel very strongly about And again, I said from the beginning, I don't think he should have been on the show. Yeah. And this really, I feel like the mental all proved again that he should not have been, this is, this is, he shouldn't have been on the show. Well, and I want to clarify, well, he should have, because this was the most entertaining season I've ever watched (laughs) in my goddamn life. No, 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 it was so entertaining, but it was more like, like people are walking away going like, this is, was so triggering for me. It was damaging for me to watch. I do think the way that Hannah handled it at the very end in this, the 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 rose ceremony that we saw at the beginning was incredibly good, and that was probably healthy for a lot of people to see. But at the same time, it's just like, dude, this guy just, like you said, I mean, he needs help. He, And then after this specific um, episode, all I was thinking about is here's a guy who needs a lot of help. 
he needs to be coached. He needs to go to therapy. He needs to change so many of his ways. And he seems to be a little bit more willing to be open to it now. But you know how people get when all of a sudden you're kind of willing to change and then you just continue to get just hit over and over again, you start to get defensive. So now I could see him walking away being like, I am actually the martyr for Christ and I'm the one carrying this thing. And he now is going to maybe walk away instead of actually potentially changing his ways and taking some of the advice and seeing what a shithead he was on the show and changing it after kind of like the shit show that was the men tell all and getting beaten up. Like, I feel like it would turn someone and make them defensive and just shut it down. Well, that's not to say we shouldn't hold people accountable. But, oh, absolutely. But I just think it was all just really upsetting. Uh, I mean, yeah. And going off of what you said, like, yeah, I, I part of it is I just like to sort of be the devil's advocate. So I like to be like, but let's look at the other side. And I think right. that's sort of what's made it so fun for me to try to not defend Luke, but to kind of like play right, see like it from what's, his perspective. what's sure. the other. Yeah. What's the other side of it? But um, yeah, no, I mean, we saw from the very beginning, like how possessive he was, how all this all this kind of stuff. I completely agree with you. It's like none of that has changed. But also like. I don't know. Let's try to let's I don't know. It's just it just sucked. And I just felt bad. And I honestly saw this like earnestness in him. And it really took a long time throughout the season for me to see that. But this like earnestness in him of him wanting. Wanting to be good and like wanting and he he's a little misguided. He's very misguided. And he's believing Mm -hmm. that like the way that he's manifesting like these or the way that he's um displaying or portraying these certain beliefs is the right way to do it yeah and a lot of that i think does come from culture and does come a lot of like the society and culture that he himself has grown up in um right but i see this earnestness for him to like i think what you're saying is right like it's like i think that if he had the right people in his life Mm -hmm. he could really like gain some self-awareness some clarity and also he needs people to smack him around a little bit but then also Love on him, probably. Exactly. And I think beyond coaching, he needs to get to a place where he can form his own opinions because I think a lot of what he's doing is kind of regurgitating like a Mm -hmm. child does. Like we've said, he's kind of like a child, like a 12 or 13-year-old does who's really passionate about their Mm -hmm. faith Mm -hmm. and who is like, you know, always has an answer for something that someone else has given him. And I think he needs to get to a place in his life, maybe he'll get to it 10 years down the road if he doesn't have his freaking family feeding into like his own... That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I imagine now his community, now his family, they're getting closer and closer because everyone's just coming for them. Yeah. That now all of a sudden it's going to, he's going to be, and I've seen it on his sister, on his sister-in-law's Instagram. Now they're justifying his shit, shithole actions and being like, and now defending everything because they feel so attacked by everyone that now it's like, this dude's not going to learn at all. He had the potential to learn because of watching himself on the screen. And again, like you said, I 100% believe everyone needs to be held accountable for their actions. He 100% deserved to be held accountable at the men tell all. But I loved when what Mateo said, who I didn't remember from the season, but who came and said what he did was wrong. And he, you know, he needed to be put in his place. He needed to get the backlash. But I think he's probably gotten it in spades already. Yeah. Including for people like us. Everyone's coming for the guy. And I think that the men needed to be able to express themselves. Hannah needed to be able to express herself and, and say what they needed to say to him. But I just felt like the way that the men tell all set it up didn't allow him to not look like an idiot. Well, I think it's, it's interesting because it's sort of, 
I sort of see parallels in like a larger political climate. And I know I've been guilty of it myself. It's like, you know, people didn't want everyone to vote for Trump or have Trump become president. And then like after that happened, then people sort of doubled down on this narrative and dialogue of like, Mm -hmm. if you voted for Trump, you're an uneducated idiot who like doesn't, you know, like, fuck you, fuck you. And I'm like, not saying that I, you know, I think you know what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like when we double down on like just smashing people into the ground and like degrading them and saying that they don't know anything and they're a fucking idiot. It's like, how how is that helping anything? And it's so important. Like, um, I forget who, maybe it was, I forget who quoted this, but it was something about like in times of, of, um, uh, trials and difficulties and especially when you believe that something is something is wrong like you can't be silent like you know what you're talking about even like the political it's like when there's something that needs to be changed like we have to speak up you You can't keep your mouth shut and that's not what we're saying but at the same time sometimes and i'm super guilty of this myself there you do so in anger instead of having like a healthy conversation about it yeah and it's because we're passionate we care about something i think a lot of these people that are coming for luke especially the ones who are the loudest voices are people who have been 100 percent damaged by men like luke yeah but at the same or time seen people damaged and yeah. it's important to be a voice for yourself and for the people who are have been and are currently being damaged um but then there also then i think needs to be a level of like you know well there's a there's there's terms not just like psh, anger like there's a, a conversation uh terms i've heard where it's like calling in versus calling out mm-hmm. and i think that this is a really good example of that like you can call out luke and be like, Luke's a fucking misogynistic asshole. Like, fuck you, Luke. Mm-hmm. Or you can do a calling in thing where you say like, hey, let's talk about why this is not okay or like how right. this is harmful to other people or how this using this kind of verbiage can be uh, can really make people feel ashamed or make them feel, you know, or like. Yeah. And you said call, it's called calling out, calling in well, versus just, calling out. Yeah, I think that's I what like that I've heard people say, like calling yeah. someone in. And, mm-hmm. and there's totally different intentions behind it. Like calling out is sort of to punish someone, whereas mm-hmm. calling in is to trying to help somebody to learn. And okay, of course, yeah, if, that totally makes sense. And of course, if you're someone if you're someone that's been a victim of this kind of behavior it's not like it's your responsibility to put in emotional energy to try to like educate someone who's harmful you've already been through so much yeah it's like yeah and um but if you have like a platform like what we're Mm -hmm. talking about it's like you can then instead call in and like talk about why these behaviors can be really harmful instead of like why luke sucks so <laughs> Who knew that the Bachelorette would bring up so much? I know so much like intense thought and conversation. Like I did not think when we started this this season that we would be having these types of conversations centered I know. around this episode. So um, anyway, so let's sh- should we take a break real quick? Yeah, um, let's let's do that. Um, okay, so we chatted about Noom earlier and how they help keep you accountable for that healthy lifestyle. And one of the main components of that healthy lifestyle is exercising. Uh, working out can increase your libido, help with your stress, your sleep, keeping your insides and outsides all sorts of healthy, and what is one of the most convenient ways in the entire world to work out? 
It's using OpenFit. OpenFit takes all the complexity out of losing weight or getting fit. It's a new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. 10 minutes in your own living room. And yes, it's that easy. And working out is so good for your mental health and Mm -hmm. just for your emotional well-being. I know it really helps me. So some places only sell classes as a package, and often you can't make it to every class. It gets expensive. OpenFit brings the class to you. So all different types of classes from yoga to extend bar to Tough Mudder style workouts, circuit trainer, all that stuff is uh, included. So much goodness. I just love that you don't have to go to the gym and have the pressure to look like you know what you're doing and also the convenience of being able to take your workout everywhere. Living room, bedroom, bathroom, hotel room if you're traveling, storage closet, public bathroom, (laughs) airplane aisles, anywhere you can work out, you can do it with OpenFit. So uh, you can view it on your computer, your web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, and even Roku. OpenFit has changed the way we work out, and by texting our code CHATTY to 303030-303030, you can join us on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Right now, during the OpenFit 30-Day Challenge, my listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit when you text CHATTY to 303030-303030. You'll get full access to OpenFit. All the workouts and nutrition information, totally free. Just text CHATTY to 303030 Standard message and data rates may apply. So, Luke. Um, yeah. So, so, the whole, yeah, the whole environment that was set up, him, lights are dark, he's alone, it starts, it's very ominous, it's very serious. I'm just saying I hope they treat Jed in the exact same way. <laughs> if they don't treat Jed in the exact same way, that's going to be a load of bullshit. A load of bullshit. And I just have, like, a feeling that Jed's going to come in with, like, this total, like, I'm innocent. Like, it wasn't that serious. I, I Well, of course. I really, really hope, too, that Hannah... I wonder, with her frustration in this episode... At this point, I believe she now, well, not I believe, I know she now knows about all this shit with Jed. I know without a shadow of a doubt. I know without a shadow. (laughs) (laughs) But like, you know, she like, she knows about all this Jed drama and then she has to come and sit and she's face to face with this guy who she watched basically on her screen, who was gaslighting her and not telling the truth throughout the season and all this (sighs) stuff. So I'm wondering if she also directed some of her frustration toward the Jed issue towards Luke as well. Possibly. I'm hoping that when she sits down for after the final rose that she that jed gets as much heat as luke got um, i'm sure he will i hope so uh, because yeah i know. hope they really ad- i'm really hoping they address it god if they don't so what if he like only addresses it on social media or something i will shit a brick if they don't address it becca and i are flying to nashville and we're showing up at this door oh boy with lights and cameras with a boom mic just like i'm gonna be like, to his house i'm gonna be like um mrs jed where is he <laughs> to his mom mrs jed oh i thought you meant his sister no oh ew. oh snap where is jed's girlfriend no not his sister no his uh, you know what i'm talking about no his fake girlfriend not his real girlfriend his sister his <laughs> fake girlfriend <laughs> um okay so, so in the beginning he he uh it's kind of what i brought up he lays out that about how the conversation was edited around um right. which i was like that makes sense because I also have to say I was really confused when we were watching the actual scene last week of sort of the way she reacted and like the way things were cut. I was just like, this makes sense. Like mm-hmm. when she was like, 
I still wasn't sure what she was talking about when she was like, my husband never would have said what you said to me. And I'm like, I was still like, what is she talking about? Part of me, I know. And the way that then some of the guys reacted made me wonder if post filming something was happening, something had happened because Hannah even like looked at Chris and goes, I don't know how much I can say. Well, when did she say that? when she was like in the midst of being angry at Luke when she came out. So Whoa. part of me wonders, did stuff go down that she can't talk about? And like, then Why Chris kind of redirected. to talk about, you know? Right, it's like, right, right, right. Maybe there's something that they're going to bring up at after the final rose. So maybe she doesn't want to like talk about it. I, I don't know. That's but it definitely, it made me think like, what happened? I don't know. Do you think maybe she was going to bring up the Jed stuff? I mean, maybe Luke showed up again. Post filming, you think they would bring that shit up? Are you kidding? I know, me? but maybe maybe it has to do with who she chose. I don't know. So they don't want to bring it up. Maybe. Um, so actually, and then something happened, which is what you brought up. Mm-hmm. Chris asked, "Do you feel like she was right about calling you a narcissist?" And Luke said, "That's a tough question." And then everyone started booing, and I'm like, "Why are you booing him for him saying that's a tough question? Like, <laughs> I'd probably answer the same way." Like, I, yes, I definitely would have, especially if you are a narcissist, you're not going to be like, I'm a narcissist. She's right. I am. Yeah. Like, who's going to say that? If you say, I like, know, I just wish that the crowd would have just stopped. Like there was, you heard laughing, you heard booing. It was just like, just let the guy, you can, you, you can tell by the atmosphere, the lights are dark. That means you guys are supposed to keep silent. <laughs> that means it's a quiet theater, quiet on set. Keep your mouth shut. Don't laugh and boo the guy. Like, this oh, is well, a, I mean when okay is when nothing, the lights come back up and all yeah. the guys are there go ahead be loud but when the lights are low you know well um, and then he said i don't know if you have something else so i'm skipping ahead where he said if yeah. i could go back i wouldn't change a thing and it was a very nuanced answer and me and gray were like oh shit oh yeah that was that was something i had a huge issue with him saying Why? personally I mean, because come on, like, well, then he did clarify it. He said that, like, I, I, I know, but, wasn't in my a, person. but in a typical Luke way, he clarified it after. I know. As I soon know. as he got like heckled, then the, then they used to have a commercial break. And but I then, thought that's what he, exactly what I meant. I thought I, I immediately when he said it, I was like, oh, he's not talking about his shitty actions. He's talking about the fact that they didn't end up together. And that was the right okay. thing for things yeah, to happen. See, my, I, See, and this is again something that really bums me out is I feel like this whole fantasy suite thing became what everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people hyper focused on, and now Luke is also hyper focusing on. And then his actions throughout the season weren't talked I have about so as much. much more of an issue with like his crazy aggression possessiveness like all that kind of stuff i have so yes. much more when he was manipulating actually, her throughout the beginning especially towards the beginning of the season so that's what like, i was about to say is i i don't actually think my issue my thing is that i don't have an issue with luke i think my big issue is i'm like why are we focusing on this situation like this is to me so not so minute but I have way more of a problem with all of the things that no one seemed to have an issue with. And that was people were saying he just really likes her and really loves her and like, like is really committed to her. People were justifying his actions in the first like four or five weeks that to me were so like horrific here and there, super possessive, super Mm -hmm. controlling, super aggressive. And I thought that his issue of thinking sex in the fantasy suite is wrong is like, 
you like peas and carrots compared to the meat and yeah, potatoes no, that I happened get it. at the well, beginning clearly, of the season. It, it, that's it's definitely a tell that this is an issue that we have in our country right now that people mm. are feeling like I need to like you know you have all these women it's like maybe a lot of women feeling very oppressed in the way that they were maybe raised in certain, uh, sure. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. virginity focused type. Like now everyone's going, hold on a second. Now people yeah, have yeah. a lot of opinions about yeah, that. Yeah. So maybe that's why, but that bummed me out that in this, in this episode that there was so much talk again about him and her in the fantasy suite, instead of being like, yo, what about the entire time? Hey, how about you bring Luke S down? And they have a conversation about him lying directly to his well, face. And like, I was, you, that part was so brief. I was really thankful that he, that he personally did address that yes. and say, like, I saw myself, I was like, well, thank God you're going to bring it up. Cause no one else seems to have an right. issue with this. Everyone's, it was bizarre. Right. Also it could have been just edited out cause it wasn't as important. They definitely True. could have had Luke. S well, we up saw there. them edit out the entire fa- when cam went up and sat. Oh my God. I know. <laughs> um, Oh geez. But, but no, all that to say was I actually did feel like I knew exactly what he was saying when he said I wouldn't change a thing. I was like, Oh, shading saying that like he's glad that they didn't end up together which in all reality i'm thankful everything played out as it did too because you know if he had not fucked it up over and over again she would have probably chosen him and then we would have had a whole other world of problems he alluded to the fact that she that she that she told him he was the one like right i was like ah so something that wasn't discussed on the um, Men Tell All, which was the spoiler that I had heard about. I don't remember if you guys remember, but last week I said, oh, I heard about a spoiler about the Men Tell All. And it was from this Reality Steve article. And I believe he was saying, I might have misunderstood, but I believe he was saying that um, that they discussed it on the men tell all. And it seems like if they did really discuss it on the men tell all, then it was edited out, which is really discuss shady. What? Okay. So apparently, and I mentioned this to you, okay. um, apparently Luke claims Hannah denies and people from his church support Luke in this claim. I think that when oh, they yeah, went yeah. to the hometowns, that when they had their like Bible study that Hannah came to, that apparently Hannah said to numerous of the people that she was not going to be having sex in the fantasy suite. Yeah, and Luke did allude to it. He said, you told me the fantasy suite wasn't like about, or he said something, remember that? And Hannah was like, no, I didn't say that. Right. Remember? Yeah, I, I th- yeah, I remember what you're talking about. So reality, Steve said what, like how, who said this? His church said this? Apparently, well, Luke claims it. Okay. And then apparently, wait, and again, wait, I could so be, he claimed it at mental all. I think so. So they, and again, I could be wrong, but okay. if, if it's, if I, if I read correctly, this, I read this all, a, a while ago, a, apparently, um, at mental all, it was brought up that he at their Bible study. So like, well, at girl, some point, they, it's not like they would keep that in. Of course they're going to cut that out because then that's going to make it look like Hannah wasn't being on or didn't follow through or that she was okay with that conversation in the first place, which makes makes sense to me that she would be okay with it because like you've continued to say, and I, and I really, really agree with you, is that you wish that she would stop referring to her having sex in the fantasy suite as sinning. and God, Or as her flaw as that her flaw, a man should accept her and for. And it's like he's not going to let up on calling you out if you continue to say it is my flaw, it is a sin. It's like, no. No girl 
you did you in the in the windmill and again yeah yeah i think that's my biggest uh, one of my biggest qualms with it too or with her is that we're sort of and i saw an interview with demi and stuff and everyone's like it's so important like hannah is so sex positive and i'm like Not I think really. she. I think she wants to be sex positive, and I think she's probably really trying her best. But I'm there sure is, she's at odds with her own religion. There's probably like, I her mean, family, I know her how that community. Feels. Yeah, exactly. I know how that feels. But I'm she still seems, just like, yeah, weird. Like walking around the fact that she does. She has basically alluded to it herself that what she did was wrong. Yes, and, and, that, yeah. and that's like yeah because, disappointing. because then it's too like what is then what, what are we is, accomplishing and then also what is i mean i think we accomplish the fact that we see someone who's at least standing up for herself but yeah. like but again what is luke supposed to i mean i, I know what lightly, you mean i know what, what is mean. luke supposed to do with it when she keeps saying that it is a sin and a flaw then he's like gonna be keeping like he's gonna keep saying yes correct <laughs> And it that's why I brought and it up. That's why I called you out because in the Bible it says like you know yeah. at, to a certain degree. Well, I forget the verse, but it's like you know if your brother sins, then come to him and then yeah. bring yeah, two yeah. more, if two or more. Whatever, I don't remember the verse, but but if from his perspective, well, and, and, also, and again, I don't agree. This is, I do well, and also like we've talked about, I like, wish she would say. Well, and also like we've talked about, like him considering her to be his wife. It's like okay, well. He keeps saying, like, I thought we were on the same page. And it actually kind of does seem... I, I think that's what bothers me, too, is it's like, he keeps saying, I thought we were on the pa- on the same page. And it's yeah. like, well, kind of seems like you guys are on the same page about thinking that this is yeah. wrong. I just wish... Yeah, I wish that she would, you know, and I and I feel for her big time. I just wish for her place. own... Yeah, yeah, I wish for her own... Place. And she'll get there, I'm sure. But I wish for her own heart, like, and spirit, that she could literally just be like, I did have sex in a windmill. It wasn't a sin. It's not a flaw. But like, you know not what? like but, it's a sin, it's a flaw. Like, but whatever. then also, like shout out to our christian followers like it's also it also is okay for people in their own personal life to like think that it's wrong to have sex outside of marriage oh listen this is at at the end of the day my opinion is this and again it's just my opinion but you can 100 percent be sex positive and choose to wait and abstain from sex until marriage the problem lies when you tell other people in my opinion, that you are wrong for having any choice other than that. I think it start, that's when it starts to, when, where I have well, issues. Well, and then that was just our fundamental disagreement, as I was like, I don't think it was necessarily wrong for him to bring that up with his potential wife. Oh, and I didn't think that was wrong for him to bring it up either. I the, didn't like the way that, he, I, my issue was the way that it was that it was brought up, that it was done in a your in sin, your whatever, belittling way, in my opinion, versus just being like, hey, let's have a, healthy conversation about this well then now let's get to the point if we're going to talk about things i take issue with um devin hopping up in his matador suit (laughs) (laughs) dude again like i said just this clout show of like can i get some applause and like maybe get a blowjob from some girl that thinks i like support women after i went up it was literally so he he, I mean, he, out of all people, he just Devin, pops up out of nowhere and is like, like "I want to, I want to talk to Luke for a second. Like, what the fuck, Devin? You weren't even a main character. You, Devin, Wait your turn. Where, where were you? I like, don't. Oh my god! Oh no, I was so irritated. He just runs up, and then he says, "Men, there are two types of men. Oh my god, men who want a strong, independent woman, and men that want a woman that they can control. And Luke, I think you want a woman that you can control so you can feel better about yourself. Okay, sure. Certain things that you were saying had." But the fact that he, the dude was literally pausing for applause breaks. Like I he know. would say something in a way. That's what I'm saying. And like when he said that, in. that's so like later on he can be like, 
to some chick he's talking about, like, I want a strong, independent woman. I'm like, Devin, you don't even yeah. fucking know what that means. Yeah, like, like shut you said, up, he was, sit down. He was thinking about the bar later. He was Guess th- what I said. <laughs> oh, my God. He can, like, play that oh clip my God. back. Like, oh, and my then, God. And then, like, again, so... This entire episode, it was like Luke just continued to put his foot in his mouth where he was saying, like, I was on a rescue mission for Hannah from day one. And then he was like, no, but I meant, like, I was trying to save her from the other guy. Like, just foot in the mouth, foot in the mouth, foot in the mouth. But then, like, with someone like Devin, they didn't even allow Luke to respond to him. Chris is like, Luke literally is like, well, can I respond to Devin? And Chris is just like, no, no, all the other men are going to come out now. So let me just talk to you for one more second. And I just (laughs) felt like they they weren't letting Luke... Which is probably for his own good. True, true, (laughs) true, very true. But Luke either like either wasn't allowed to respond or when he was asked to, he waited five and a half minutes to respond. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, I know. It was just uh, I think that was like that's why I, I was felt like Mateo. Mateo and Dylan actually were like the kings of the night because I felt like they were succinct. They said, hey, what he did wasn't right. And then like Mateo was like, "Okay, but it's enough is enough. Like, let's let's now let the dude just like let him let him process what he has done wrong. Go let Luke go in the corner and think about what he did wrong and actually let it sink in. And maybe his actions will change eventually instead of just continuing to pile on and get him more and more angry. Well, so all the dudes filed in speaking of and everyone's screaming for Garrett. Uh, Pardon what? People were like ready to throw their panties at Garrett, and I was like, "What is happening?" They literally every guy filed in, and like obviously JPJ got a big got a big shout, but Garrett got the loudest. I know, more so than Mike. I know. I think it was actually maybe just one lady who was screaming. I don't. know. I was trying to listen really hard to it, and I was like, I think it's just one lady who was like, and Garrett! I was like, did I not know of this passionate love for Garrett because I did not know that he was like a fan favorite over here what i know i don't know it was bizarre okay now and honestly we may disagree on this too but i thought that what mike said was so out of bounds all right i'm putting my drink oh she set down her beer she set down her beer it hurts my body in every way to say this (laughs) because i love mike hey so we both say things that are out of balance much. it's no it's no uh i love it no no i'm just saying it hurts me because yeah. i was really bummed out i love mike so much i did not like the way he handled like his I, conversation I, was just like, I don't luke. think you have a right to say that like luke hasn't learned a thing whatsoever it's like i don't think that it was the time his the time and place for him to in on national tv say your wife is going, is to, going be to be a prisoner. To I did not. I did not think that that was appropriate. I think that if you want to have a conversation with Luke off screen and say that you are concerned for his future wife, sure, that's fine. But on national TV, I do not think that that was an appropriate time to say something with that much conviction. Wait, you know what I mean? Like it got fucking heavy. Yeah, I was. It's sitting one there like, thing. Are you it's kidding? one thing to be like. Dude, I think you're being a narcissist. You were crazy. You were lying. You were hurting Hannah all over the place. But to be like, to say all those things he said. And no, but the two things that really stood out to me is he said, Luke hasn't learned a thing whatsoever. And I'm like, I actually don't believe that at all. I'm well, not saying I that mean, Luke's changed his ways at all. But I, I mean, we do see, though, how he then acted on Twitter last week. And that was after the men tell all. So, like, has he changed? Doesn't seem maybe that way. But even if, but even that, like, I see, I didn't have a problem with him saying that Luke hasn't changed because, again, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes on social media 100%. I don't think anyone, wa- you know what? The thing is, I don't think anyone wants Luke to change. 
I got chills actually. Did I just said that? <laughs> that that is wow. That's that is a an interesting thought. And, and I feel reminded. like maybe you're right because I feel this way about certain people in my life who I like to smack talk. I'm about. reminded of a story from the Bible, actually. Tell me. I'm reminded of Jonah, who was supposed to go to Nineveh and supposed to change the hearts of the people in Nineveh, but he had a personal vendetta and hated them and their wickedness. And he wanted Nineveh to burn to the ground. Well, and then he preached to them and they started to change. And, and then he, he was angry. He was angry. It's the part that we don't talk about with Jonah, where then he went and sulked, basically, and was angry because Nineveh did not burn. Because wow. Nineveh changed and turned from their ways. Wow. And he didn't have a good reason to hate them anymore. Interesting perspective. <laughs> That's a lot for me to think about and process. And I feel like you may. It, yeah, it's one of the because. And again, I, I, I think, yeah, because I feel this way about certain people in my life. I know, certain me people too. in my life who have really hurt me. You don't who you want really, them to stay bad, who are really shitty. And then all of a sudden I see them actually growing and changing. There is that piece where you kind of go, nah, I don't believe it because you were so hurt by them or you, you know, saw someone who you loved hurt by them that you just held on to that. Wow. I even think that way about Chris. You know how we always talk about how much we couldn't stand Chris on Becca's season? Yeah. I feel that way where I'm like, oh, he's in a happy relationship. Well, he's, he's still a fucking piece of shit. And maybe he's like genuinely changed. Sure. Who knows? I mean, he's never taken responsibility to this day for his actions, really. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like people, people feel that way about Luke. Wow. Okay. So, so to the mic, to the mic thing. Um, going back to that, wow, I'm, my brain's exploding a little <laughs> bit. Um, I feel, yes, I was actually really, really bummed out. Um, again, I love you, Mike, if you're listening. <laughs> um, I loved how he was when he sat down with his one-on-one -on -one with Chris about Hannah. Well, and he's passionate. That's the thing. I, I was, I was bummed out. I was bummed out at the way he handled it. I did relate because I could see myself doing something like that. Me too. On, if I was on a women tell all, I, Girl, could, I, I said horrible things about Ari and I was like, he is going to cheat on Lauren. Yeah. That's I said totally out of bounds stuff too. And this especially is, if I'm backstage watching and my friends are getting me all hyped, hyped up, up the and internet's I'm like, getting you hyped right, up. And I'm going to be like, I'm going to be the leader of this and I'm going to, and I'm going to stand up when no one's going to say something. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. So no. I, 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 I feel that I am guilty of saying things way out of yeah. bounds that I probably have no business speaking yeah. it to it as bummed, well. Yeah, it bummed me out. I uh, but I get it. But it bummed me out that he said certain things. He said, yeah. um, not everything, but certain things. Um, and it, it was at this point where I was like, I can't ha believe I have to watch forty-five more minutes. I know. Of this. I well, looked then, at the time, and, and I was then just like, Connor no. Started saying something that sounded like it was going to be really good, <laughs> and Connor was like, I'm going to say the one thing that's nice to you this whole night that I respect you for being here. Yeah. He's like, but you know, sometimes like action or actions speak louder than words, man. And he was, I was like, wow, this is a lot of wisdom coming out of Connor. And then he's like, so I just have to say, fuck you, man. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, whoa. <laughs> he's like, you're a liar. You're a manipulator. And he was like, so well-spoken. And also he's just like, fuck you, man. I'm like, okay, this is quite, this is getting real intense. Also, this is where I sort of, um, I, I, couldn't take them seriously the people who were confronting luke when they didn't say shit to him before or like who weren't even involved in the whole right and this is what always grinds my gears about the men or women tell all where i'm like you don't even go here like yeah. jane shut up like sit down right. you're watching this from your aunt like 
right. you are not a part of the situation. I you know. never shed, said shit before. Like, what? Um, even it's though I do cheap, have to say applause. that I still, and even though like what how he handled it was like so stupid, but I am just still kind of obsessed with Grant. <laughs> oh my God, I know. Grant and I wish hilarious. he would have been in a robe. And he's just like, you owe a big apology to Peter, Jed, and Tyler for your actions during the rose ceremony. But then he says, because it was so out of your character. That, I didn't. And then, I, I don't think he knew what that meant. I don't think not, he because, knew what that because meant. then Luke right away is like, "What do you mean out of my character?" And I'm like, "Oh." And then part of me wonders: Was Grant were him were and Grant maybe friends yeah. in the house? Yeah. And he was upset that how he handled it yeah, because it, then it almost sounds like Grant's defending him. Like that's out of your character. That's not who you right, are. Right. That's kind of what I how I took it. And then he's like, he's like, when someone says no, it means no. Am I right? He turns on the audience and he's just like, everyone's just like, yeah. And he's like getting everyone to go. <laughs> and then, oh no, he was killing me though. Um, but then, and then I have to say Dylan too. Okay, I, now Dylan though. Okay, say what you're gonna say. See, I was like living for Dylan. No, because Dylan was like, it's 2019. You can't talk to a woman like this. And I was like, yeah, but it's also 2019. And we're watching a misogynistic reality show <laughs> where the premise of it is 30 conventionally attractive women chase after one man. I do not watch this show to be politically or socially educated. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm no. not trying to. And that's and even when we were talking about like that, that like, oh, this, you know, Luke shouldn't have been on because this and that. It's like, this is the. Let's not get it twisted. Although we may be learning lessons for this show. Right. What are we expecting from The Bachelor and The Bachelorette? Very true. But like, but with Dylan, though, yes, I, under- I hear what you're saying. But he, I, I really, I respected the fact that he, he was kind of, he was quiet. He was kind of shaking his head. And he was like, he lo- he's looking at him in earnest. And he said, he's like, dude, I want you to mature, man. And yeah, he, he said, said, you can't talk to him. You can't like, talk yeah, to him yeah. like that. And he shook his head quietly. And that's all he said. He kept quiet. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I, I, mad, just disappointed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what I, I was. I was. I was just kind of like, well, Dylan. Yeah, like, it wasn't. It didn't seem like it was so much like for claps and clout right. and like attack. He Let's said just it attack quietly. Him. I know. Yeah, it felt like he like wanted to say his piece to Luke, but he didn't make a scene. Yeah, you I, know? I agree. And okay. then Cam was just like, "I'm thankful because you didn't. You're making me look like a saint." And then all of a sudden, then Cam goes, "But did you ever apologize to Luke S?" And then Lucas right away said he did apologize, but the next day he lied about everything. <laughs> <laughs> or or the, that night he lied about everything. <laughs> so I, I have to say this. I was really bummed they didn't show more of Luke S and Luke P's confrontation. Well, also, or even Luke S talking about his choice to leave. Like, Yes, I, I mean, wanted to hear been. specifics. I was very no, excited. Instead, we had to just do the whole Maury show. Exactly. I P. wanted to hear answers. And then, and then... What about the guy who had a girlfriend who went home the first night? Oh, yeah, he wasn't there. I I know. Crazy. I'm like, we forgot Bring about Scott that. back. You mean oh, you mean, mean Jed? Jed? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was very good. Um, no, but I I have to say I saw Luke S um, on uh, a, sh- a morning show. I, for- I forget the name of it. Um, and he was right after he got a uh, next off or he left. I guess he was unbelievably like charming him. he was unbelievably composed i was like and for some reason when i saw him on the on the show i was like he's kind of handsome like <laughs> all of a sudden i so i'm excited that when they showed that he was going to be on bachelor in paradise i didn't think he was going to be on I like so luke. i was excited and Me i like too. the way he handles things and he never seems to get too like emotionally ahead of himself or Agreed. like too heated even during some of the most trying times of his life on this season <laughs> of the bachelor I the know. man held it together he handled himself and with was not dignity. provocative he 
mm-hmm. was not just trying to do things to get a rise out of Luke P. He, he wasn't was, like swearing at him. Like he was very and he left graciously and dignified and was just like, are we turned on by Luke S? <laughs> I am turned on by Luke S. Hey, little one. Ruth is She's now sitting like with sitting her little on back. Her own. Oh my god, um, it's too much. Anyway, yeah. So I'm. I I really like the way he handled things as well. It was excellent. Um, okay, now my favorite part of the whole night. Thank God they redeemed themselves in some ways. John Paul Jones. The whole okay. segment on John Paul yes. Jones. Can we what? get there just one yeah, second? Yeah, Give yeah. me one. Yeah, oh what? wait. Oh no, because we have to talk. The whole comes f- after. Oh, it does come after. You're right. You're right. You're right. Never mind. <laughs> oh, one thing I did want to say quick. Jonathan, I did. I really was happy that they had let Jonathan say something. And he right away said, Luke, you and I connected on our shared faith throughout the journey. Oh, yeah. But the way you talked and the way you walked was not Christ-like. No. And he's like, we all have our faiths. Faiths, we go about it our own way. But to project your faith onto someone else isn't the right way to do it. And I thought that was, he, to me, put a cap on the night. That was what needed to be said to Luke. Totally. I feel like Luke probably heard him more than anybody because they shared faith together. So for someone to be disappointed in you, who you had that connection with. Yeah. yeah. Again, though, the light that goes off in my head is like, man, I just have what I would just, I don't know. I just thinking about like the possibility that Hannah like said something to him at like the said something to people at the hometown, like the stuff with Luke again, it's like the, the part I do have is not with him like condemning Hannah or whatever. The issue I have is like, what about when he portrayed the, his faith so badly when he, broke one of the Ten Commandments and lied blatantly right. to multiple well, people. I think when Jonathan, lied to Hannah. Like, for sure. When I, I think when I know Jonathan, what though, saying, was yeah. saying, like, when I watched the show, like, you did not act Christ-like yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I know. Okay, so yes, JPJ. I loved the WWJPJD shirts. You mean the girl who was his psycho fan who okay, definitely like, lives I was under like, his house? Is there nothing sacred and holy on The Bachelor anymore? Can just anyone come up on the stage She's whenever like, they fuck I they would want? like to cut off First, a piece of it's Devin. <laughs> then it's a random bitch in the audience who goes, can I come up? Who's I'm like, scissors? what? Can she, co- can she come on stage? No, no you, cannot you cannot approach that gorgeous man with a pair of scissors. Just come and walk and ride at him. She could have killed him. She could have stabbed him. She could have come tried to assassinate Lord Harrison. <laughs> Dude, I John hope they Paul had security. Jones. I was living for that the fact that Chris was like, no one has ever had a better time on the show. It I was, was like, hilarious. you know what we need? We all need a little bit of that John Paul Jones energy in our life. Quickly though, can we talk about his confrontation with Derek on the BIP? Uh, we have let's get there i know but i just like i, I can't believe i'm living i'm so but there's excited. also not much else to say about it because we have no idea what's going on but That's i'm just true. like i cannot like how could jpj be in get so angry get so angry and, and we saw so tasha crying <gasps> um okay so wait yeah no jpj i mean honestly i'm obsessed the fact that this guy has such incredible energy that he had he said like three things on the show and everyone's obsessed with it him. it reminded me of joe actually because they had joe like in the joe, hot seat huh? yeah so jpg actually hung around for quite a while um but i again i think he jpj 
I have mass respect for him because I feel like he looks at this whole thing and goes like, this is ridiculous that people are obsessed with me. Like, no one, I feel like he laughs at himself. Kind of like how Joe was. was Yeah, he's trying to like deflect the attention. He's really not about the clout. He's just like, this is so funny. I have to thank all these guys because they were such a good time to hang out with. People shout me out on the street and it's it's interesting. That's how he he said it. He's just like, that's interesting. It's a strange thing. I'm just like, what a humble guy. I know. And then the biggest scream of the night resulted when Chris said he was bringing out chicken nuggets for everyone <laughs> the biggest scream of the night and i'm like so then they bring out nameless nuggets and i'm just like is halo top that selfish that they don't even allow <laughs> abc to have a chicken nugget sponsor because no, like carl jr doesn't have the uh budget for they don't the, have the budget i was just dying i'm like think if like i love how jpj was the one this season who got like the the giveaway what if they would have had in the middle of luke's hot seat there's a giveaway toxic masculinity for everyone <laughs> Oh, guess what? We're all already a victim of it. They don't need to give it away because we all experience it in our lives in one way or another. But, um, tsh- <laughs> uh, oh my God. Um, okay. So next we have, Oh, also, yes. Um, JPJ, I kind of loved him because he reminds me of Lyle from George of the jungle. <gasps> he does definitely does have he? those Lyle vibes. Yep. Yep. He totally except does. Not except not like, like Lyle. Yeah. We love Lyle JPJ. Um, so then we are uh, brought Mike Johnson, yes. who is looking fine in his black suit. Throughout the season, I sometimes questioned his fashion choices. Yeah. And he was that that black with the skinny black tie. He was just great. looking delish. Um, um, and then Chris right away goes, you're throwing smoke today. And in Mike's face, he almost lost his shit. And then he was like, thanks. <laughs> literally like your dad popping in in front of your friends and like floss dancing. <laughs> you just be like, please stop. You're throwing smoke. Fire emojis. Am I right? And Mike's like thanks it's lit <laughs> up in it. here with that outfit oh my god calm down chris um i also just wanted to make a quick cor- correction because i had said a few episodes or not a correction but just clarification i had said a few episodes ago like what bugs me about mike is he's too smiley this or that and then i had a couple people message me and i was like yeah i didn't even think of this way and i should have um they were saying like maybe the reason there's sort of this like stereotype of him being like too smiley too positive all this stuff is because there is a cultural stereotype we put against black men about them being aggressive about Mm -hmm. black men Mm -hmm. being threatening about all these sorts of things and in a lot of ways like black people especially black men have to protect themselves from these mm. stereotypes mm-hmm. and because of that instead of existing as a like a multifaceted complex person who has a range of emotions like mm-hmm. we get to freely express it's keeping things positive as a means of self-preservation because yeah. to yeah to express yourself in certain ways could be perceived as threatening and could end up being you know dangerous for your existence that's absolutely true and anyway i just wanted to kind of clarify that and i think mike obviously like like we i said earlier i didn't like that the specific things that he said to luke but i stand by the fact or the specific things he said to luke on this men tell all but i stand by the fact throughout this entire season until specifically this night that i felt like mike 
handled Luke fantastically. You could see that he was frustrated. You see that he's a passionate guy. But I also think that he explained things to Luke instead of people like Garrett who just egged Luke on. Mike actually would like sit across from Luke. Him and Tyler were the only two I felt like that would sit across from Luke and actually explain his actions to him and be like, yo, this is the problem. And so Broke then I, it down. And then I, you know, now, now that I think about it too, maybe I wonder, did Luke and Mike have conversations that we didn't see? So Mike's maybe really frustrated post this yeah. going like we had this and now I'm seeing you do this and this is how his passion's coming out. But um, um, anyways, he, you know, he sits down. He's just, I don't, God. I think we can just really skim over this, honestly, because yeah. to me, there was nothing that stood out to me. It's kind of the same conversation we've had before. And honestly, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I just want to I think he's just like. The, I, I don't know. He's just the loveliest human to me when he just has these one on like these one on one moments. I think he's so sweet. I feel like the fact that he I was bummed or I felt sad for him when he said that he was like Hannah said that he des- was deserve be deserving of being loved fiercely. But he wants to know why it's just like, Mike, it's the same as it always is. She wasn't that into you. Yeah. She really liked you as a person, probably. But she you know, you're not the one yeah. but i did love i do have to say i loved when when he was like i just want her to know that i support her and i think she's still fine as hell yeah it's cute <laughs> so cute okay um, um also real quickly ben higgins found a way to even be on this season of the bachelorette because could you believe i cannot apparently believe. bachelor live on stage being hosted by ben higgins okay becca we need to get tickets when this comes to Los oh Angeles, please, and try to get up on. Can you imagine if you were in the audience, you don't like let ABC know beforehand, like, hey, I would like to show up. Can you hook wig. me up? <laughs> You're in a wig. They pull you up as one of like the people who's going to get. Because apparently what this is going to be is basically what our idea was with Craig, which is a live dating show. They stole it. They're going to have people come up and they're going to do live like dating show. Well, then again, it's not like a huge new concept or anything like True, that. But. but I like to pretend it was a idea. <laughs> but yeah, so they're going to be doing a live. I want, I need, you need to go up oh, when it's in L.A. my and God. Go and then what? I pull off my wig and tackle Ben and say, <laughs> I'm doing this for Batch Nation. It's over. Ben. It's over, Ben. We've had enough. You're a nice guy, but it's too much. Oh, my God. <laughs> I cannot believe. Yeah, I would love to oh be on Oh, my God. It. Okay. Okay, um, so now Hannah's up there. Hannah gets brought out. Did her voice sound higher or different to you? No. My brain was like freaking out. I was like, she just sound her voice sounded different to just me. Just one of the first things that really caught my attention was she said she was worried about the guys being disappointed when she was the bachelorette. And I was just like, Oh, that's what I was crying gonna, that's at what that. I was it was so sad. To about uh talk with you about earlier, is that's when Chris was saying that's a perceptive, like you said. Yeah. Um it was so interesting because I feel like throughout this whole thing, we've both said numerous times that maybe she's doing it because of her. Maybe she's sticking with Luke because of the He's safety. He's the first guy the to be like, I love yep. you and I am here for you. And so we basically were told that last night that that's what happened. She yeah. said that when she got the call from Chris, she was excited, but doubted that the guys would be stoked that it was her. Like, could she live up to the standard? So heartbreaking. Yeah. And she was really scared the first night. Like, what are these men's intentions? And then I'm sure after having Scott, like night one, someone's there with a girlfriend. She's even more shaken up. Yeah. Luke's the one who comes and co- comes and comforts her that night after yeah. Scott leaves. So right away, she's like, she said, at least I knew there was one guy that was there for me. Mm-hmm. So he was probably the guy who she most likely told the most 
close inside stuff too because she felt safe with and him. as we brought up again and again seems like they had some sort of connection before and they also yep. had the shared connection of the same church same yep. sort of background yep all that shit um then luke apologizes and for once he didn't say too much Thank God he kept it in one sentence. For once, he did not say Thank too God. much. So he apologized for making the process difficult for her and thanked her for teaching him a lot, which I actually thought was the best thing I suppose he could have said. That's in what situation. I. That's what I said. Like it, he. Yeah. Uh, that's what I wrote down because he was basically like, "I'm sorry, thank you, and that's it." Like, yeah, yeah. I'm glad he didn't get into. I'm so happy he didn't do a but. No. Oh my God. That's what I would have expected. He, and I think that's what she expected. Yes. Yeah, so you, her reaction was that. Of, yeah, you're right. Her reaction you're was right. like, well, this is what I prepared. Yes. <laughs> I'm still going to have to say what I prepared. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. I'll get on with that. No, exactly. I, I, I really do feel like she, as well as everyone, was probably like a little taken off guard and was kind of like, yeah. Okay. But Luke, we still got to talk. Like, Luke, you know, yeah, and no, um, totally. And then. <sighs> She said something, and of course, like, in my Christian mind, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And Grayson, like, sat up on the couch and goes, what? She goes, there's a lot of fruit that can be grown from you. And Grayson goes, what? I wrote that down, too. I'm like, half, or like, a third of the viewers, like, what does that mean? <laughs> what the fuck? Fruit. But also then, and you know, so I was like, fruit, tree, yeah, it just clicked, and I went on. And then when he said that, I was like, that doesn't, I don't know what uh, there's a lot of fruit that can be grown from you means. I think it was probably what you were saying is, like, she he apologized and she's kind of going like okay yeah but like we'll see you you got a lot of growing to do you it know what i mean yeah i mean i got what she was saying uh, yeah but, i suppose i am sure what she was saying but then she went on i mean i don't know and we'll probably argue about uh, maybe or maybe we might disagree on this too but then when she went on to say that faith was weaponized and she was threatened and i was kind of like all right yeah see i didn't know i didn't know if part of that was her maybe talking about after being on the show and maybe the response that she's gotten as well obviously we have seen on her instagram that she said that people have been incredibly hurtful about the fact that she has been macking with a lot of the dudes and then slept with some one or more in the fantasy suite Mm -hmm. so i didn't know if when she was talking about her faith being weaponized against um because I th- okay so i thought she was specifically talking to luke and i was kind of yeah like, i wasn't 100 okay. percent. i wasn't 100 percent sure on that if she was or not maybe she was but okay sorry i had to take a pause because i had to pee and i ran in and peed and evan was literally like this is the first time you've ever peed in front of me i just peed with the door open because i was oh my god back. i know we've talked about that before <laughs> i think and it was the very first time that in like 12 years insane he literally just was staring at me like wide-eyed in shock just like oh are you that peeing with the door open insane <laughs> That that really like blows my mind. I know. I don't know what it is. I will pee in front of people like within a week. I pee in front them. of you, no problem. Like my girlfriends, I pee in front of. But for some reason, I've always just closed the door with with around men. Well, I don't some know. Some people would argue that's like the healthy thing to do is like sort of the preserve just, mystery in yeah, the relationship. I don't know. I don't care. I just do it. That's now so funny. I don't. Now I do care about him seeing me poop. I don't want anyone to poop in front of yeah, me. Yeah, I do not want to be pooped in front Husband, of husband, wife. Whoever. first week of college some drunk girl i was in a stall and she burst in and she lived on my hall and she took a big poop in front of me and was talking to me and i remember being like i don't know if i want to no, be in college no, 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 anymore no no no, 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 no. <laughs> i don't like that i Is don't like that means? i, I no. <laughs> right, that's I not okay sorry we are um, on the same page <laughs> <okay>. um <laughs> um okay so 
Um, where were we? Okay, Hannah. Um, so yeah, so she, then she. Oh, oh Ruthie. Add on Ruthie. Um, yeah, so Hannah went went in on him, and then now this is an issue. We I wish we'd had Grace on one of these recaps because he his perspective is always kind of interesting. I'm always kind of like yeah, but he too is also very devil's advocatey too. And both of us <laughs> are always watching and we're like, but what they said like we're always kind of picking right, it apart. Right, right, actually, right. it's something I've learned about the way that we're very compatible. And he said um, he was like the whole concept that Luke's love wasn't unconditional kind of seems to be the kind of seems to be an issue like. Um, and that mm-hmm. to me also sort of highlights the issue of her thinking that her having sex is a flaw that he should have overlooked. And then also like the idea that because he didn't seem down for her after learning this stuff that then his love wasn't unconditional, therefore like not a good kind of love. Right. And that sort of concept, I was like, I don't really agree with that. Like I understand yeah. why she wanted to end things because of characteristics that he displayed however this idea that like his love wasn't truly unconditional i I don't really know very many people that can truly give unconditional love except like you know i mean i guess this is sort of another christian conversation where it's like only jesus can give you true unconditional love or like the child the the unconditional you have love for you have for a child but it's also like she went on to say um it wasn't ever she was retorting back to him like it wasn't ever your business to ask me and that's where I sort of fundamentally disagreed with her. And yeah, I'm like, I, I, I understand. I definitely were on the same page where I think that it was okay for him to ask her about it at this point. Um, the threat thing is still where I'll stand by. That was the thing that bothered me the most is that I'm leaving if, and then he didn't leave. That's but then he also I'm, did. But then we look back and we see that his wording wasn't that he said, I would be wanting to leave. Yes. Yes, and if that, yeah, yeah. So, but again, yeah, like the, I, the her concept of the unconditional love thing really bothered me, though. Like, yes, and I it, hear, I hear you on that. I think she, and I think this is where she's probably frustrated, is her having, like she said, keeping him around for so long, and he did things that like she didn't like, and yet she kept him around and didn't threaten him like he threatened her with this one thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when she's talking about him being obsessed with sex and all this, I think, and you mentioned this um, in the last recap, and I fully agree with you on this, I do feel like it's probably, this is probably very layered for her. She's gotten so much heat from her community she probably feels a lot of shame from her maybe family and community because of the whole sex thing and when she sees luke because of the way he spoke about it and then also because of what he represents he's getting probably a lot of all of her frustration about it um well yeah and then and and then i mean I understood where her frustration was coming from. However, the things that she was saying about like him not loving her unconditionally like her husband would, that it wasn't ever his business to ask her. And then she went on to say that the fantasy suites aren't used for sex. <laughs> that's where I was like, <laughs> that's where I sipped my tea and I was like, bitch, like, have I been misunderstanding this the entire time? <laughs> what is your fantasy is to talk all night long? Is your fantasy to I like mean, gab over I a relate, hot cup of tea? I do relate, I relate to that as well. <laughs> I do relate to that as well. Actually, um, I, as I said that, I was like, "That is my fantasy." You're actually, like, that's actually, but uh, the but best like, night ever. 
Yes, I think, and I I don't want people, and and you brought this up, like you know, we don't want people to think we're just totally bashing on Hannah, but like some of this stuff where I'm like, girl, this is just not. I can't stand behind you on. I this. think I think what sh- what should have been said is the fantasy suite isn't only about having sex. Yeah, because which, the fantasy suite is about sex. The who what, and then she's talking about but Luke it's being not, obsessed with sex, but it, where, but which it, he is obsessed with talking about. But I'm also like the show that you're on. Like the whole thing is like you're gonna fuck the top three people. Yeah, yeah. Like ah, the way they frame it, the way that they frame you guys in bed naked in the morning, yeah. the way they frame you making out, and then the light yes, slowly dimming yes. and panning out. I mean, come on. But then I also look at Luke and I go, Hey, Luke, why the hell are you on this show? Because that's what that sh- this show was all about. But, I mean, we can just go back and forth about this all day. Know, but, again, she seems to have given different impressions at different points in time based well, on where I she was say, at. Well, I will say, I do think that the fantasy suite is about more than just sex. I do think the because fantasy suite Because you're alone together, right, for the first time with no cameras. Definitely. And I've always brought this up, too, yeah. where I'm like, there are people that don't have sex in the fantasy suites. But to, to, to really say something like the fantasy suites are aren't not used about, for sex. Yeah. And like, and also sort of to frame it as like, Luke, why are you making the fantasy suites about sex? It's like, come well, on. Well, it's because the show makes the fantasy suites about sex. Yeah. Well, yes. and also the whole show is this built up sexual tension over the course yes, of six yes, weeks yes, 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 yes. to explode in passionate flames within the bounds of a windmill. Like right. this is what it's all about. Um, uh, I think she, I, there was one thing she said as well that she, when she was talking about when you said that she brought up that, uh, her wanting a man of God was weaponized against her. Um, and in the end threatened by the fa- the shared faith that they had, she did say, unfortunately, a lot of people who have the same faith that I yes, do do yes, that yes, sometimes yes, yes. using the same words and same things I believe to call out and poke, um, which I thought was very, very poignant. I thought it was very telling of probably a lot of reasons why she, I mean, listen, she just rewatched the season and saw Luke lie, saw Luke gaslight her, saw Luke manipulate, and she is still most frustrated about the sex situation, mm-hmm. which is then, I think, a lot of the reason maybe why that's her focus instead of the fact that he's been a shithead and lied through the entire season yeah, yeah, yeah. is that she's probably getting, and she brought this up on her Instagram, so much heat for being quote-unquote promiscuous mm-hmm. that it's he's getting tied in with that. Totally. And then, you know, then Projected via frustration Twitter. Yeah, with the entire it, it, situation. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and then Luke walks out. Tell me your tea on this, Okay, please. this is the tea. So we then see there's a commercial break, right, after he apologizes to her. Um, and she's talking about that she's over being slut-shamed and um, not being called a woman of faith, yada, yada. Um, so then Luke gets up after the commercial break. And then you see Hannah do this kind of like, oh, what face? And then Chris Harrison kind of feeds into it. And then is like, well, Luke just left. And then he side says, well, he's hopping on a flight. But let's, you know, what's done is done anyways. Let's move on to better things. So, and then they just film Luke's empty seat, making him seem like here he, he came to the men tell all. He got literally berated. So much heat that he had to go. That he got up. Okay. Did he really Appar- have to leave a flight yes. somewhere? Apparently, it was almost the same exact thing that happened with Elise, right? So Elise oh didn't God. show up to Colton's uh, Women Tell All because she had one of her best friend's weddings. Apparently, Luke had oh one of God. his best friend's weddings that he was at her in, and this had been planned a long time beforehand. 
and he wasn't even maybe going to go or something. But then he was like, okay, I'll go, but I have to leave at this certain point because I have to catch a flight because I, the wedding well, and, was that night. And these night. tapings are six hours long. Right, exactly. Like, so he was probably The wedding there was that night? Or something like that. It was either that yeah, night. or like he the had next to, morning. He had to fly out at a certain time, which is why he quietly got up and left. There wasn't like a... You know, so they knew what was going on and they made it look like he was so fed up that he just left. Oh, that's shysty. Shysty, dude. Granted, though, even if he had just got up and left, which I thought was the case, I was kind of like, yeah, well, I don't I can't blame no, the guy. I, I would be like, yeah, I just, you know, whatever. <laughs> but you know what bummed me out um, is that this is, again, a way that the show is going to make him defensive yeah. instead of instead of receptive to change and seeing the things that he did wrong and potentially changing, he's now going to get painted a certain way. His whole family is going to be like, look at how the show made him look and going to then justify his shitty actions and all this stuff because they're twisting all this, these things around. And I did think he learned something too, though. Like when he said, he's like, I lied, recognize that I lied and that I was like, that I was um, arrogant and that I was all these things. And I'm like, I'm sure this is, I mean, even the way that he came and sat down, not to say that Luke is a, total changed man but even the way he came and sat down i was like he has been taken down a peg or two he went from being the biggest fish in a small pond in his little town you saw the way everyone worshipped him and while this may elevate everyone's worship a little at the same time he seemed just his his demeanor when he came into the whole situation seemed very like I'm hoping that this experience humbled him a little bit to be like, look, bro, you're no. And I, and I, my, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it probably did, but, but I'm, my fear is that because the growth will only go so far because he's feeling attacked. Exactly. And then like people, again, like his sister-in-law and these people in his family are going to be like, do you see how the editing did him dirty? He had like whatever. And it's going to make him look. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you you yeah, know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. But anyway, so um, sh- that's super shy. And then they just went on to talk about him, like even after he left, like they just kept going. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, H- Hannah and Mike talk for a hot second, and uh, they talk about like you know he tells her don't apologize, I support yeah, yeah, you, yeah. and then she gets to Garrett, and of course Garrett has to bring up Luke. Okay, yeah, let's <laughs> take. I want to talk about okay. that for a second, but okay okay the luke through went through a lot of bad things throughout this episode but truly did you know what may have made him feel better tell me if he was smelling good oh there's no better feeling than when someone comes up to you and says oh my god you smell amazing Mm -hmm. what perfume or cologne are you wearing you feel powerful you feel sexy you feel confident misted from head to toe in your scent bird oh scent bird it's a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes a way for you to discover new perfumes and colognes without buying an entire bottle because you know a bottle of nice eau de toilette is expensive that's a pricey mm-hmm. commitment with scent bird you can choose from more than 450 designer brands each month i'm talking prada tom ford versace dolce and gabbana dolce and gabbana dolce and gabbana cartier gucci and much more personally i love scentbird because i'm afraid of commitment um i also i don't know what jess i'll be feeling that day do i want to express myself as a musky woman a sweet woman spicy sharp flowery i get to do that with my perfume and that's why i love scentbird uh choose the perfume you want perfume choose the (laughs) perfume you want to try and they're going to send you a 30-day supply in a sleek easily stored bottle 
that has 120 sprays in it, which is enough to apply more than four times daily for a month. And with an exclusive offer just for our listeners, mm -hmm. you can get 50% off your first month today at scentbird.com slash chatty, only $7.50 for your first fragrance. So go to scentbird.com slash chatty and sign up for 50% off your first month. That's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash chatty for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on and smell amazing. Mm. Yeah, so Garrett then says, I'm, I'm basically, I'm hurt you chose him over me. I still can't get over it, Garrett says. I, you know, I'm it's losing like, sleep about Dude, it. why is it all about him over you? Like, she chose, she also, she also chose Jed and Tyler <laughs> and yeah, Peter. Yeah, but he thinks that that Luke is like so embarrassing that she chose him, you know, like that kind of thing. I I just akin to the whole conversation, leaving Luke out of it, to Kaylin when she was talking to to a Colton was just like, I just am still so hurt. It still keeps me up at night. I'm still heartbroken over our breakup. I'm like, like oh, I'm give me sure a break. That Garrett hasn't had plenty of DMs being slid into that he hasn't gone around town. In fact, I saw him the other day on his Instagram hanging out with Jed. Ew. Him and Jed are besties. Ew. He was in Nashville to hang out with Jed. Doesn't surprise me at all. Me either. Yeah. So um, gross. So then, of course, we are given... Oh, no, I have to say this. What? One of the, my favorite moments of the night, when Chris goes, but how did you let JPJ go? And JPJ is like, no, don't worry about it. I would have <laughs> let myself go, too. I know, and everyone's like, no. And then Hannah goes, don't you... She said, don't you talk about yourself like that, JPJ. And JPJ goes... Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I that was amazing. Dude, he is so legendary. I I'm love so him. So excited for him on I'm Paradise. So excited. But yeah, and then the last part was just well, we get bloopers. Yeah, bloopers. Which hey, Chris Harrison half of them we had already seen. Yeah, and, in the, on the but show. But you know, Chris Harrison loves bloopers maybe even more than he loves Air Supply. Oh my God! <laughs> and Halo Top. I loved Hannah falling from the chair when it was. Oh, it was eating just, it, it was hilarious. Mike shouting Chris Harrison's name when he was in labor. Which did we already see? I think we saw that like on a side oh, on Instagram thing. Or something. The camera um, guy filming Jed and Hannah like standing on something, which again was a strange move. ABC. Why are, if he's like going to be a villain, why are you showing funny bloopers of him? That's what that threw me off too. I wouldn't think they'd want to show anything positive of him <laughs> if they were going to make him a villain. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know, but it was interesting. Who said it that, that uh, Luke should apologize to those three guys? Who said that? Grant. Grant, yeah. And it's like, why should Luke apologize to Jed? Yeah. Jed should apologize to literally all of us. <laughs> Jed, Jed needs to apologize <laughs> to each one of us personally. Person, every single person who has watched The Bachelor needs a handwritten note from yes. Jed saying that he's sorry. Yes, I want that. And yeah, then when JPJ practicing Yas Queen so that when he could oh, accept the rose from Hannah, he was like, Yas Queen. <laughs> oh my God. I am obsessed with John Paul Jones. And I knew even before he said it, I was like, I bet people on the street are like, John Paul Jones. And then he said it. He's like, you know, I'm at the airport or a gas <laughs> oh station. God. Somebody will be like, drop all jokes you know what's so funny is let's just say i were to bump into any of the men from hannah's season i wouldn't talk i wouldn't go up and say anything to any of them except, except John, well John I, i'd go to mike because we oh yeah, have, yeah okay. we chat with him but other than mike the only person is i would be like jump all jones if i jones. saw him I'd, I'd yell at him yeah it's a super non-committal way to interact you can <laughs> just be like i see you jump all jones hey you're more of like a symbol over even a person that's you, true. you represent a lot i for agree all of us. you wouldn't say anything to jed or to garrett in person <laughs> i wouldn't say anything to either of them 
You know what? What if you saw Jed in person? If I saw Jed in person. What if you saw Luke in person? I might say something to Luke. But I might just like have a genuine conversation with Luke. Like, I, yeah, I'd like to talk you to you. You know what? I would, yeah, I would say something <laughs> to Luke too, probably. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I'd, I'd be like, I'm so curious. I need to actually see how you are in person. I need to interact with you. Yeah. I need to interact with you. I heard that. Um, Maybe we could hit him up to be a personal trainer. I mean, Gainesville, Gaines City, baby. You know what? I um I would be so interested to have him on the podcast to talk to him, but I also wouldn't want to give him a platform. No, let's have him on. Come on. Uh, what do you mean not? How, give him a platform for what? As if anyone listening is going to be like indoctrinated by Luke P. That's true. As if anyone ever is going to be like, wow, this man makes some I would good have points. no problem like just grilling him. I mean, but then again, I don't even think I would want to, not because like I don't want to give him a platform or anything, but like, what is he going to say that's going to be that interesting? That's, like we said, the man true. just regurgitates ideas. We true. can already predict what he's going to think about things. I've heard, yeah. I've heard that um, I've been, you know, broads have slid in and said they've interacted, they've interacted with Luke in person and that he's super like, hey, what's going on? Like huge kind of like joker <laughs> smile. Man, yeah. um, and I've also gotten interactions with Tyler and they said that like he is absolutely dream city I, amazing. Duh. And then we've gotten broads say that they bumped into Jed. And said that he was an actual asshole. That he was but like super. This is rude. one of those things where I'm like, is everyone just like projecting? But I'm also sure. No, no, no. But but I got the Jed one before all the news came oh, out. Oh shit! Yeah, I mean that doesn't surprise me. His family is fucking rude. <laughs> They're so rude. <laughs> oh my god, his sister is so mean. Okay, um, so so um, um oh, and then yeah, we see then- Tyler's sexy, hilarious dance. Oh that my we never God. discussed oh that we saw at the end of one of the episodes when he was uh, doing his dance in Riga. Obsessed. Oh my God. God, he can't get more perfect. I have no... I, I, we need to see Tyler dance in After the Final Rose. He talks about he's a dancer oh, at the very beginning. I need to see... That's so true. Wait, actually, we haven't seen any previews of Tyler in Paradise. I know, but they wouldn't or show Pete, that. Or Pete. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Although I still think he's going home next season, next episode. You think Tyler's going home? Yes, because she cried about him. Yeah, I feel like you're probably right. Um, okay, um, but then so Hannah then he, gives her a little speech, which I hated. She yes, apologized. She, she said, I'm apologized. sorry for loving him. Like, I'm sorry. And I'm yeah. like, don't apologize for that. No, I didn't want her to apologize. I was like, girl, that was your call. You didn't know that he was actually lying. Like, sh- <sighs> You know, but I will say that I can't imagine how many DMs she got saying, like, how dare you keep him around and allow the toxic masculinity? How dare you keep him around and allow someone who's, like, emotionally abusive? Yeah. So she probably felt like she had to justify her actions, which she doesn't need to. No. Um, so that was probably her, like, please stop talking. Please stop DMing me about Luke. Well, and then she also is like, I'm sorry. And then Grayson was like, for what? Making the best season ever? <laughs> Keeping everyone highly entertained the entire. Uh, can what, you imagine what this season without Luke would have been like? It would have been actually very quiet, very boring. It would have been a very quiet season. We would have had a lot of like quality guys, but not a lot of drama. No, I know. Um. Uh. So anyway, and then she was sort of. I was just like, "Don't be apologetic about this." And then she was like, "We're not renewing." And God bless America. And I was like, "You are not funny." And that's oh what God. I took from that. Really? Yeah. No, I was like, Hannah, stop. I thought she, I thought it made me laugh. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. At the end of the season, I don't like having any, any personal issues with her. I'm just like, I am glad I don't have to see her on my TV anymore really? after next week. Yeah. I love her still. Uh, 
I still love her. In fact, if anything, when Evan and I were watching, we were both like, even regardless of if you agree or disagree with her speeches and stuff on this, yeah. we both were like always very surprised by how well-spoken she is. No, I don't disagree with that. And I'm just kind of like, but again, when we saw her on Colton's, it was so like, oh God, it can't. The whole question was, is this girl going to be able to speak on this season? And I'm always surprised by how eloquently she puts things and explains herself. And I thought she, I think she's funny. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Oops. You know what I will say is that I think she's funny when she's not trying. And I think when she's trying to be funny, there's nothing that irks <laughs> me more. I'm just like, stop. Like when she does her things just in her moment, when she's in her zone, like when she did the moving the rose table, I'm just like, this is yeah. so like just organically hilarious. And when then she's when she's like making her a little speech on stage, I'm just like, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> Don't do that God anymore. Um, um, but aside from that, I mean. Oh, Ruthie. I don't know what she's doing. Anyway. Um, okay. So then we get a little paradise. Preview. Paradise. We get a quick what? preview of the ABC looks, the final episodes, the final two oh. episodes. We get the quick. We just see. Basically I didn't really dad, get anything from that. I didn't get anything from it either. We see dad not wanting her to settle. She's saying, I feel like this experience is being taken away from me. Oh, but the one thing, can we say, fuck you, fence jump? Because you know what was way more intense? Hannah falling down that hill. <laughs> what? Did you miss this? I think I somehow missed it. I okay. don't know what you're talking I'm about. I'm going to pull it up for you after we're done. Homegirl eats it. And then she just like sits there defeated. Like, so depressed. How sad. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I have no idea. Obviously, it's going to be live. It's going to be after the final rose. Um, oh, and also, obviously, she doesn't... She has to still send someone home, even though she sent home Luke home. I guess we knew that from the two roses. Yeah, we're going to have... We're, she unless she decides like, to be like, oh, no, there's the two roses. She's huh? like, this is why I don't date two people. Why you don't fall in love with two yeah. people or whatever. I love yeah. that. Okay. Um, so... Paradise. Batch in paradise. Oh my god! I am well, so I'm, excited. I'm really glad because I thought I had seriously spoiled something the other day because I saw a headline that was like, "Who is Demi's girlfriend?" And I was like, "What?" And yeah. then we saw the previous out. Turns out, lesbian, uh, lesbian, Demi. <laughs> turns out, Freudian slip. Demi's going to be the first like bisexual person on the Batch. I, I mean, not the first bisexual person. The first person to be open about it i am so excited i you know how much i adore demi and i'm so excited and proud and all the other things that she's gonna be the first i, I cannot am wait. so annoyed i'm so glad it's happening i'm so annoyed because now i have to like get over how annoying <laughs> i think demi is well you don't have to like her just because she's gonna be the first bisexual out person <sighs> that's true but i am so excited because i adore that girl all tiny 411 of her however tall she is my little Polly pocket and she is going to be um, out by and the proud, way and doesn't I'm so it excited. bother you how everyone calls her Polly pocket when we it was our term coined i know and now like kaylin and everyone calls her Polly pocket i see it in her comments we need to trademark that i know but um um okay so we see a few things i was pausing this all over the place it was really nuts it was there were there are so many people there's a season. lot of layers and a lot of love triangles too. i am i'm so very confused I, there's way more people than they announced like way more than i than they had yeah. actually i, I was so, so it's surprised usually a, it's usually a clusterfuck it's though. huge usually right like 30 people. so we see at one point jordan and demi laughing oh my god i'm like we why see, is jordan here again we see the love of my life holding hands with Caitlin. So I'm a little distraught. 
we see Mike and Kaylin holding hands walking away. I missed that. Wow, what a blur. Which means that Mike is on Paradise. Yeah. A fish. Whoa. <sighs> that still could mean that he's the bachelor because that's what Colton and Nick and all that stuff, but we see him holding hands with Kaylin. Whoa. I'm going to have to get over this. Whoa. Kaylin, prove us wrong. I would love to walk away liking her. Maybe Kayla's my Kaylin's my Nineveh. Maybe Kaylin is your. Maybe she's my Nineveh too. Maybe we're like we don't like Kaylin, and then we're gonna be like, okay, you know what, we love her. Because I will maybe. say I've watched some. Every once in a while, I will watch her Insta, uh, her Insta stories oh, in the past few months, and um, don't have a problem. Seems I'm surprised. I hate to say it, it hurts. It hurts me. But what is she doing on Instagram stories that surprises you though? I don't know. She just isn't like doesn't like cringe me out at all. Okay, but. I still have my same feelings. Kaylin, prove us wrong. Um, because if you're holding Mike's hand and you guys get into something, I guess I'm going to have to learn to love you. <sighs> okay. Um, we see JPJ kissing one of the blonde twins. Oh, my God. Yeah. But then we also see... Um... <sighs> yes. Yes, 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 yes. We see JP. I'm trying to sort everything out in my head. One of the twins. Which and then that's we see a blast him literally from the like past. deep rubbing her Up ass. Up her ass. <laughs> lotion with sunstan lotion yeah that was like yeah like he was like up in his like, swimsuit sorry mom <laughs> i'm about to finger her in the butthole right now in front of everyone in oh the country um, um we also see then derek also making out with demi and then yes peth right yes who's definitely on the show again for his podcast oh my god and it looks like he's going to be a little he, bit of a villain. He did find love last time. He did. He was with Taylor. He did. Um, um, we see Dean and Kaylin. Which is so funny. I can't wait to just rip him to shreds after I find this. Uh, there's a video clip that me and Dean did a recap on on Colton's season. And we were both like tearing Kaylin apart. And he's like, no, Kaylin fucking sucks. And then here <laughs> now he turns around. He's like, Kaylin's so fucking hot. Can't wait to shove my tongue down her throat. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh can't my wait. gosh you have to get, we have to find that and post i can't it. wait um okay then we see demi say that blake sleeps with christina kaylin is he sleeping with taisha is he sleeping with hannah g so blake mr nice guy that everyone wanted to be the bachelor is apparently uh getting around town oh we're gonna now we're gonna slut shane blake <laughs> are we gonna slut shane blake um, yeah, because I know, well, mm, I saw a little oh! bit of a thing. I actually don't know any of the spoilers behind it. I don't know. Behind Blake. I uh, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. Okay. I'm not going to say anything, but mama's not slut shaming Blake. See, leading people on. Yes. We got player 5,000 going on in not a lovely way. And then, uh, um, else? we see. We see Dylan kissing Hannah G. Yes, and we also, her we also see Hannah G kissing Blake. Oh, Blake. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, I'm going to say this right now. I, I, sh I ship Dylan and Hannah G. That is a cute little couple That's that I cute. didn't think of. Um, they're both, like, tiny and beautiful, and I'm, I think I ship, I'm down. I think I would ship Hannah G and Dean. Really? I think they would look so sexy together. They would, but I don't know. Like Dylan and Dylan and Hannah G are just like sweet and quiet. Yeah, but and like can't you see cute. Hannah G and Dean having like a really adorable van? 
that they live out of. They're very like California. They're, they're both very influencer couple. Yeah, they definitely like, are. Hashtag van life influencer couple. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, we see Katie's on this season, which I'm super yes. excited about. I wasn't sure if she was going to be on or not. She's complaining okay. about not finding someone. I also <laughs> saw a comment that JPJ left under Katie's photo, and I screenshotted it and sent it to uh-huh. Jess. I was thinking that this is a spoiler, and I was like, no, I just saw a comment where he like sent flame emo- He commented flame emojis on Katie's photo, um, and I was like, is this showing that Katie and JPJ okay, are together? Okay, now, now that I ship. Me JPJ too. and Katie, are you joking? I also really like Katie from following her on social media. Katie's dope. Like she, I would definitely want to be friends yes, with her. Yes, Katie is awesome. I loved her on the season. I really love like her Hannah, on social media. Like I want to be part of Katie and Hannah G's crew, but now I feel like I'm like the mom who's like, hey guys, can I be friends <laughs> with you? Can I hang out now? But they always seem like, they seem really fun and down to yeah, earth. Yeah, they seem awesome. Um, again, we see, okay, we see Kristen, Chris and Crystal are getting married. We see them <laughs> married on the show. Um, we see... Going back to Demi, Demi's like, I don't care. She's straddling. But who? Who is she straddling? Now, this is where I read an article that gave me the spoiler. Okay, so you know. So I, okay, so you know a spoiler. So I know who she is. I'm just like, is this, is this woman? Is this Hannah? (laughs) Stop. Stop. <laughs> Which this is This is my fantasy. I know. This, this is, is my fantasy. We, and now it's so funny because what if Hannah I doesn't we find already, anyone, she le- she leaves all the men. Well, this is funny because I paradise. thought that we already I was like, didn't Demi already say she was bi? Because when I read this, I was like, and everyone's like, whoa. I was like, well, didn't we already know that? So, and then apparently we had just conjectured. There had been a rumor that she dated someone in high school, but most of it was just on us on our own little conjecture well, narrative. Like we could see that the energy like lent it to that. I'm like, I could, I could imagine that. And that was also like part of my fantasy of the two of them together. And then I saw that rumor about that she had maybe been with a woman in high school. Oh my Lord, I'm so excited. Um, but then she says that she's in love with her and... Then we see her macking, like you said, with Derek. So I am stressed to death because by Derek, I do not want to see her macking with you. I want her with whatever, whoever she's with Hannah. I this want her macking with This is also going to bring up like a really important discussion that I think we should have someone on to talk about, um, about, uh, basically like by, bi- I know there's going to be a huge dialogue about it, about like bisexuality and there's like yes, a huge like bisexuality yes. erasure and like anyway i'm just really yes, interested there's gonna I'm, be a lot of judgment you know what i i'm gonna say this i'm super excited about that conversation i'm gonna say this now demi proud of you seriously this is a huge this is the very first she knows that she's probably going to be dealing with a chunk of backlash from people especially the bisexual piece like you're saying i'd love to have someone on she's proud she's doing it god bless america i'm crying <laughs> And I'm over here with like, oh. I'm so but happy. also I'm really hoping that this will uh, make the future seasons of The Bachelor and Bachelorette so much more interesting. Oh my gosh, please. Um, also, what's even crazier than what we saw with Demi is when we see Cam in a leopard shirt. <laughs> Did you see him? <laughs> it was horrendous. No, but wasn't also Cam getting super into it with someone? I couldn't tell in that fight. So then we see a fight break out, and I couldn't tell if it was was Cam, if it was Derek, Jordan. Jordan. Jordan's always getting into a fight. 
I'm so annoyed that he's on this season I again. I know, me too. Like, he was fun, but now it's like, I know, no. now I'm just like, no, let's just let, away, it, let it be done. Um, <laughs> and then we see JPJ saying to Derek, don't insult my intelligence, Derek. You're taking advantage of women. Get out of my sight. He says, get out of my sight. <laughs> taking advantage of women. I know, and then we see Tasha crying. So Derek might be another major playboy that's going down on this one, hooking up with everybody, leading people on. Maybe... Derek's like messing with whatever relationship Demi has going on. Maybe he's hooking up with whoever Demi's hooking up with. Maybe that's a crazy love triangle. Oh my gosh, there's just so much. Interesting. (sighs) And then again, we see Luke S is going to be on Paradise. I'm super excited about that. We see the craziest amount of crying I've ever seen. Like sobbing from everyone. Oh, everyone's always sobbing to death on Paradise. There is always tears of flowing from all. Except we see, um, who do we see crying? When we see JPJ making the strangest crying sound I've ever heard. (laughs) She's like, oh, oh. Oh, oh. I know. Guy. What is he crying about? I'm also obsessed with him. He must be in a love triangle with Derek. With who? Maybe Tasha. Maybe Katie. Maybe Katie. I hope he prevails. Oh, oh my god. god. So um, good. Okay. So then I'm super excited. Chris, of course, promises it's going to be the most dramatic season of The Bachelor in Paradise ever, which it actually looks like it may be. And then he also promises all of our questions will be answered after the final rose uh, next week. What? Which. Yes. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm just also really excited that there's no drama leading into this season like there was last year because last year was the Tia and Colton show. And it was, that was the, that consumed every single episode. Well, there may be. Let's just say, like. But you know what I mean? Like, that was leading in from the season before where, like, everyone knew that the two of them were going to be in. uh, Like, and then they made, production made literally everyone weigh in on it all the time. I mean, it'll actually probably be like that with Demi. Demi's bisexuality. It'll yeah. probably just be everyone like, so what do you think about her dating a girl? Oh like, and probably be like that the whole time. It'll Ugh. be interesting. It'll be fun. Oh I'm my excited. goodness. I really am excited. Um, and super it starts excited. in two weeks. I can't even believe that. So speaking of that, as we've said before, we will, while Paradise is going on, those will be our two episodes. Oh, and then there's an week. engagement too. And I think Demi says something about engagement. I'm like, oh my gosh, is Demi about to get engaged to this chick? Like, is Hannah finally going to have the engagement of her dreams? Give Hannah what she deserves. <laughs> Give her Demi. I did kind of wonder, like, if they had any kind of relationship off the books. Her and Hannah? Uh-huh. I mean, you never know. Oh, and then Demi came on twice during the season. Don't feed my fantasies. <laughs> um, so... So like we were saying, we will be having two, uh, when Bachelor in Paradise starts, those will be the two episodes that we do um, weekly. We will be doing uh, double Batch in Paradise recaps because there's two episodes of Bachelor in Paradise every week. Um, and also n- next week, we were planning on doing a Tuesday, Thursday episode per use, but because we found out that there, it's a two-night episode, um, two after the final rose is live. We're just going to do two in that week. And then after the next Monday and Tuesday, we'll kick it right into Bachelor in Paradise. Yep. So basically starting next week, we're going to have a solid like seven weeks of back-to-back Bachelor batch. content. And then for those of you who are not living for the Batch, don't worry. We got numerous weeks in between where there is no Bachelor or Bachelorette, which we will be continuing to do two episodes a week, but it will be on all different types of topics. Yeah, so. so basically between September and January... We'll take it away with uh, the non-batch content. So Which I'm excited because we have some fun people in Me line too. and it's going to be really good. 
Okay, I'm getting so hangry. Oh Let's my gosh, chat same. Broads. Let's chat soon, broads. Can't wait for after the final rose. Bye. Ugh, bye.